We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Podcast number 31 is live. Why is, why is Ben's at still Benson EU? Like this I know, right? Should be Benson more American US. than me. <laughs> Benson underscore NA was taken when I tried to change it. So I just... <laughs> I had to deal with it. <laughs> all right, chat. As you guys know, the people who are already here in the beginning. We give people like 90 seconds, a couple minutes to get on in here and load up. So go grab your drinks, your snacks, whatever you want. And let's all just chill. Let's all just chill for the next hour and a half and vibe out and talk about some Call of Duty. It's always a good time to get to sit around and talk Call of Duty with some friends. You know, I haven't talked to, I actually haven't hung out with Ben in a long time. He was, I'd say we were friends before I was on the talent team last year, but last year when I was actually part of the talent team and I got to meet Ben and actually like learn about Ben, Ben became one of my favorite people for sure. We were, guys we were, are like, real one. We were, yeah. we were like acquaintances kind of, yeah. like, we didn't, like we didn't really know each other very well. And then we got to spend like a ton, like. I feel like people don't realize that when when you're doing a league like we did, I'm gonna you spend like every day with people, and you <laughs> yeah. get you get to like you get to know the good, the bad, the ugly, the good and the bad for sure, hundred percent. Right. It was super, dude. I, I miss, I miss like last year for for that respect, like everyone being together. Obviously, uh, this year just things completely different, franchising, etc. But god damn, do I miss that, dude? We had so much fun. We really yeah, did. We did. Like honestly, poking Call of Duty, like. So I, I've desk hosted for a long ass time where I've spoke to a lot of pros and I've spoke to a lot of analysts, et cetera, et cetera. But genuinely, just like the conversations we would have, like even just in the green room, because I never really got to work with you guys like on the desk, which is a shame because I think it would have been magical. Been but great. all those conversations for me, like were awesome. Like you two are probably my favorite people to talk Call of Duty with. Thank you. I, I spoke to Call of Duty with a lot of different people. I'd probably, I probably had Joe in there as well. 
but like that guy like Miles in the chat, right, Ben? And he's just horrible. Miles is just beautiful. That's the, that's the problem with Miles, right? Miles is just so good looking. His hair is so incredible. It's just like, you know, I can't, I can't talk to him. He just, he makes me feel shy inside, you know? Well, it's Miles just jumping around making jokes, us talking Call of Duty, being loud, and then like Jess in the corner sitting there. Dude, whatever the hell Jess does. In. Oh, in the corner. I'll, never get fixed. I'll get it fixed. I'll get it What the fuck you guys need? I got it. All right. <laughs> he just storms off. Oh, bro. They were some good times, man. Dude, I miss. It was so fun. I miss that Columbus studio. I miss having everyone in the same place. Like, we it's different now. We together for a bit, bro. That's when you tell yeah. me everything. Dude, I feel like people don't know that. Me and Ann actually room for like what two months maybe and it that was, was like in my my transition from playing to doing this stuff and he literally yeah, just like, like taught me everything i didn't know shit i was like what the what do i do <laughs> i used to just go up but, there thinking i knew how to act on camera and like it's i feel like that's a thing though like it, it's it's so funny because a lot of people kind of who know whole duty like for example you two right you competed for such a long time like you just know cod at the end of the day the next game could be who knows what it could be more like halo but you still know Right, you still you still know you still know cut, right? So you could talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. You know histories, you know everything. But I feel like what a, a lot of players and maybe even some fans don't realize is like it's actually not as easy as you think it. By no means is this a difficult job. It's the easiest job in the world. But once you know how to do it, to percent, once you know right, how to do it, exactly. But I'll t- I'll say this: we've had a lot of players up on the desk and doing town thing, and it's either I feel like you either like know how to do it right away. And then you're just fine. And there's some people who just, I don't even know if they could learn. It would just take so long. Because we've had some players up there. I'm like, yeah, there's just no way. There's just no way. <laughs> Ever. You know what I mean, though? Bro, and it's throw not, under the bus. Who are you talking about, Ed? I mean, it's just like, you you know how it is. And, and it's like they're... And it's not like they're not, they don't know what's going on. It's just when the camera's on, you got to like find the words and stuff. It's not easy at all. I'm still far away from being good. I have to learn a ton. Like I've only been doing it for like two years. There's no... I there's no. There's, I, I think you're. I think you're very good. There's no. I, I, there's definitely. There's definitely like room that you can improve on. Sure, but that's the same with me. I've been doing this for almost ten years, and I still have a lot to improve on. Like well, you don't I, get I think, taught anything, right? It's just, you just learn. That's and you the learn hardest part, there's bro. Yeah, you, no need people, you need people to talk to you. I think that's what. Thing. Oh, ben did help that. me with that too when I first got there. He's like telling me like you got to do this. So like have more fun. Like just be more natural. Like you are with us back here. Just just speak your mind. Say what you want to say. If they get pissed off, they get pissed off. Wait, we should like talk say what about you have to say. What you have to say. We should. This wasn't even on the topics of discussion, but it's such an interesting topic to talk about. Like the talent industry from all of our perspectives. Because you were in it for a year, John. I've been in it for like two and a half years now. Or maybe going on three? I don't even know. And Ben, you've been in it for like 10 years. <laughs> and every time a different talent from another game comes to COD and hangs out with us, they always go, you guys are such a cool group of talent. And I yep. cannot even fathom or imagine being in a group of people who like weren't as like close as, as we were. You know, and like so, they were only in it for themselves. Like I could not, right. could not do that. I mean, I can speak on that because I've done a ton of different games, right? Like I've, I've casted so many different titles with a lot of different communities by no means... I'm not saying any of them are bad, um, but there's something about the Call of Duty community, which is, or, or talent team, I should say, which is strange because it feels and it has in the past felt like a family, yeah. right? Like when someone comes in, even if they decide to go back playing or uh, whatever, whatever the situation is, you're still part of that family, right? If you've done a little bit of time on the talent team that you're like bothered in for life, right? You yeah. were Call of Duty talent, therefore we're a family, we got your backs. In the past, there's been a little bit of... I guess, power struggles or politics as you get in pretty much any esport in any game. 
But the past two years have honestly been just so smooth. I, I, you could even say probably past three years. Dude, I've missed um, all of that. I came in great. like right after it, I feel like. Like right after yeah, that. No, I, honestly, I honestly, I, I okay. think you probably did. And I, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, throw people under the bus or names under the bus. But at the end of the day, everyone wants to be the best and everyone wants to highlight oh, yeah. their skills at the highest level. Right. So you're always in competition. That's the strange thing about talent. Like you're technically in competition with everybody on the team. But to have that family dynamic is very, very rare. And I know a lot of other esports they have it or they had it or maybe they think they have it, but they don't. I, so far for me, the past two years has been the best talent team I've been a part of with, yeah. without question. Like, it's just dude, it's great. Like like I said, I, I got to live with you. Me and John were out watching football games at, at a Fado yeah. pub in Columbus. Like, it, dude, it's great. That, that's the thing I miss so much about this year is obviously I'm out in L.A. and you you stayed in Columbus. We're also spread. Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's way hard now. Miles also, is a but, nomad. Said football, and, meant, and, John, meant, and John never hangs out with me either. Mm-hmm. Meant soccer guy. Just don't get it. Soccer. Don't, even, don't even get it. Don't get it. You get it started on Ben. You know how many times? You know how many times that me and Ann have been at like the when he was in Columbus at oh, Ben's door and like, yo, Ben, come on, let's go have one beer. Ben, like, huh? Civ six, Ryan, bro. Modelo <laughs> time, brothers. Hey, listen, don't be roasting my Civ six. Don't be roasting my Civ six. All right, so. So when you when you're in the video game industry, right? I feel like it's so hard to find games that keep you like passionate, right? So I'm on this like you you guys know. I'll go on these like weird rampages. It's called what it is. Yeah, binge. Not a rampage. Yeah, okay. It's, right. it's a game binge. It's, it's, yeah. probably, it's, it's probably it's probably not healthy to be honest. But I'll like blinds down, lights off, two three days straight, one game, boom, smash it out the park. I'll, I'll play like different games. I got like Rust, Civ Six, dude. I'm on Elite Dangerous right now. I play every game, man. I, I just love playing video games. I, so, I do. Yeah, so, you know what? Walk walk us through, like, a week in the life of Ben. So, <laughs> an event uh, ends, an event okay. ends, right? And usually, okay. like, throughout the week, you have, like, two content obligations, like, two videos, which don't mm-hmm. take up too much time. So, you have, like, mm-hmm. seven days, seven, eight days or so of free time. Like, walk us through the life of Ben in season, events over. When you're not thinking like, about COD, what's going on? So, so like right now, right now, or yeah. like okay, so like right now, for example, what we finished the last event. Um, if it wasn't for my dog, I probably wouldn't see sunlight. Um, so yeah, I'm so curious as to because because I never knew what Ben does. So as soon as the uh, as soon as the event was done, I I played Rust for like two days straight <laughs> um, because a, a lot of my friends will, will will say like I'm the worst with a phone. Like, yeah, my, my phone right now is dead. If you. If you text me, you're probably not going to get a message back. And it's not because I don't like you. It's not because I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'll gladly go out for drinks. I'll gladly go out for whatever the situation is. But I just don't use my phone. I, I mean, I've rang Ben's doorbell before, phone. and he's been like, oh, I didn't Actually, see my and phone. I've been asleep. I've been asleep. And <laughs> no, but, but he, you've, you've answered been, sometimes. You've you go, I didn't have my phone. You have, you have been downstairs. And I just like, but like, for example, right now, my, my phone is dead. Um, so, yeah, I. As soon as the event was done, I went on a rust binge. I started playing Elite Dangerous. I've been binging that. Um, like I said, I wouldn't go outside unless I had a dog. Like it's 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 as simple as that. I'll watch the occasional Call of Duty stream here and there. But yeah. like I said, it's weird when, when you're in an esport to stay passionate about that game for a long time. It's really really hard. I feel like people don't realize how hard it is. Like no, it's hard. I gave I gave playing MW a big try playing multiplayer and played you know tens here and there, and it's just like. If I'm not truly enjoying it, why should I play it every day? You well, know what me I mean? And like, John I, had this I, talk I at the beginning. Though, but... Oh, really? 
Yeah, John, remember about when we were talking about the game, like like we love COD and COD competitive, but the game is pretty hard to get on and play. Oh, that's one, yeah, we, we did. We really did. It's like getting on every single time. We're like, we, we intended to get on the game and scrim to like try to learn, learn. as much about the game as mm-hmm. possible early on. Sure. But the game, it was just like, this is, <laughs> we've, been, we've been at this for so long, at Call of Duty for so long. It just, it's like, it's hard to get up and get, like get on and play something that you're not really passionate about. And just, yeah. It was super hard at the start of this game. So I fully understand what you're saying. That happened to me last year, too, I think, really? for the first time. Because usually, even when I was a part of Rise, I would watch all of Rise's games, right? I would watch mm-hmm. all of Rise's game, or if the game was like had something to do with Rise, I would watch it. But last year was the first time I watched like every single <laughs> game. And I'm like, bro, if I have to watch one more Seaside it Control... You, man. I'm like, it well, think about you. this, guys. Damn. Think about the perspective of, of like, a, a casual fan. Like, a, a casual fan who doesn't want to compete in challengers, who doesn't want to try to go pro, but they want to play and have fun. Because that's essentially what happens to, to us when you're, like, a coach or your talent or anything. Like, you can watch, and that's fun to watch, but, like, sometimes you want to get on and play. And if there's no ranked or there's nothing for you to get on and play, it's yeah. like, I don't want to play this game because I don't want to play a game battles also, match for nothing. I don't want to play challengers because right. I can't. You know what I mean? So it's like, what do I do? And I don't want to play CDL playlists because that's toxic and there's no rank. So like, there <laughs> the needs, like, like the need, there, there's a need for it. Like, it's not just a want of our, our community. There's a need for it. I think the issue is we play a different game, right? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, when, when, you, when, you, when you look at it, like, it's not like how I can go back 10, 12 years. It was like, get home from school, going to play Call of Duty, sit there, play pubs for hours and hours and hours. Oh, you want to play some game battles? Let's play some GBs. And you close the night with GBs. It's not like that anymore because, like, A, the games are so different, and B, our mentality is so different. Like, people think, oh, you know, you're just a, you're just an analyst now. Or Honestly, this is more direct to the casters. It's like, oh, you're not competitive. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. there's a reason I'm in this industry is because I'm a very competitive player. I just realized I'm nowhere near as good as some of the better people. So, like, why bother competing, right? That doesn't make me any less competitive. So, so for me, I can't just sit and play pubs, man. That just doesn't – it doesn't cut it. Like, I don't know. I, I think I've realized – I think I've realized now it's more who you play with than oh, yeah. what you're playing right now. But what's interesting, John, obviously you mentioned last year. Last year I started and I was like, I don't know whether I'm going to enjoy this game, blah, blah, blah. A couple of months went by. And then I really found that groove, and I just started. I, I got addicted to playing Call of Duty again, which was great. That is good. This this year, this this season, that just hasn't that hasn't happened. I, I started. I played a little bit. It was it was okay. Like I'll I'll play against the observers every now and then. Like I've been trying to help them uh, understand Call of Duty and just get better at observing by knowledge of COD in general, not necessarily just this game. Uh, and credit to those guys because they grind, man. They grind yeah, they so do. much. It's it's awesome to see. But like again, there's just no. There's no want, there's no desire. Like, for example, in the past, if we did a podcast like this, I guarantee you the first question as soon as we're done, we'll be like, all right, guys, you want to hop on? You want to play some games? Let's shoot around a little bit. Let's play some games. Like, y'all, we'll play some some wagers. Now it's like, eh, you know? eh." (laughs) Last year, dude, I was playing (laughs) tournaments with with pro teams. Like, I was, like, tweeting them all day. I was like, yo, get me in. Get me in. I was playing, like, I played a a 2K with, like, temp in them. Like, I was loving it. I was just finding any way to play anything competitive that I could because the game was actually pretty fun to, like, run around and stuff. But this one... It's not like that. If there was a ranked, I would totally enjoy it. But, like, I get on other games that have ranked. Like, I get on, like, a Valorant or something. And I can just solo queue. And, like, yeah, you might find a toxic game here and there. But, like, it's fun because it's ranked. And you're trying to, like, rank up and progress and get better and play with the better players. If there's an actual good rank system and you played with people that are better and better as you go, it's addicting. 
that quality, that need to improve, is something that you can't really quantify, right? Like, just yeah. like the first game that I can remember with it was Halo 2. Oh. Like Halo 2, you get on and you, you get to a certain level, and then these guys are beating you. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these guys. Not just beating, beating. Yeah, they're beating <laughs> the crap out of you. And then it, there's like actually no question in your mind, like, these guys are actually just better than you. It makes you respect right. them, you got too. The cheaters, but whatever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It makes you respect them, which means you try to get better to get to a point so you can be like, now I'm better. So I can so I can compete against that. Why would you ever want to get rid of that? Like at least that option. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think it's a generational thing. Come out man. anyways. It's I, I think it's a generational thing. I really do. I, I've spoken about this in the past. Where for me that feeling of losing is one I hate more than anything. Uh, it could be any game, right? Like anything that you think of. I just don't like losing. It's just my personality. I despise it. So when you lose in a video game, especially in like a competitive environment. Like that want to improve is so, so important. Whereas now I feel like players just kind of, ah, you know, man, wh- whatever. More more so like the average Call of Duty player, right? Like for, yeah. for me, I feel like that trend has got worse in that regard where they're just, you know, they'll hop on, they'll shoot around a little bit. They don't care about winning or losing, right? They're just trying to get a massive KD and get some kill streaks <laughs> and shoot, shoot shit. Basically, that's what they're trying to do. But back in the day, man, it used to all be always be about winning. Even pubs, man, like pubs were so competitive. It was like people used to talk shit all the time. Oh, like, yeah, you got 2.0 KD, but you lost the game, dumbass. And it, like that was always the thing. Yeah. Whereas now it's just like, eh, just let, let me just shoot around a bit. Yeah, man. I, I don't know. It's but but the community, like at least our community that's always in our chats and stuff, like they want a ranked play. It's just like if they made it good enough to where we can get casuals to at least try it, I think people would become hooked. Like Sure. Just, they just have to be educated like because every like all my friends that casually play games like they like the challenge of trying to get better and when you play with the it, like if it's if it's a good rank you'll rank up in your next rank like the players might still be a little bit better than you and you'll learn from them and you'll progress as time goes on like i think that ranked would help our game a lot i just mind blown that it's not prioritized like with how big our league is and how important it is how that rank play is not a thing like how I still it's think not. it's just the numbers. It's just the, it's just the numbers, right? Like who actually plays it? Yes, our league is massive, but at the end of the day, like the the joke has always been, oh yeah, you know, more people play TDM than anything else. Still true to this day, right? At the end of the day, true. So keeping those servers or keeping those game types fresh and organic. That's why they always come out with like these wacky game types. I think like <laughs> you, those crazy game types that you sit and you think, who came up with that? And it's just obviously just you know the devs having fun trying to keep their core fan base happy. And I think they do a pretty good job about that. Like if you look at some of the, the subreddits of the actual game as opposed to, you know, our card competitive, this game is pretty well liked, like a, a lot more yeah, than, so than, than I would say our card like competitive community like it. So I guess IW did a, a lot of stuff right to the core fans, which at the you end know of the how day, it is, though. We just model, expect like, more and it's not going to yeah, happen oh, no. until they I mean, do more. And once they sure. do more, they'll learn that it's worth it. <laughs> not, not having a rank because they not, can, that's they, not acceptable. It's possible like, for it to work side by side. Like it's possible, but they have to do it first. It's something that's needed. I don't even think like like the, the argument for numbers or whatever. Like if you want, there's money in this, regardless of what you say. And if you add yeah, a rank, like it's needed for our community. So it has to happen. But it's uh, kind of nuts. 2020, we don't have a rank play. Yeah, that's that's honestly mind blowing for like for developed esports, right? Developed esports, we're like the only one without a ranked, are we not? Like I are can't we? even think of I can't wait, even think of another developed wait, esports. Actually, without hold up, wait. Oh yeah, I don't even I don't even think about it like that. I don't know. Like for for, for develop, I mean, would you say like we're franchise, we're tier one esport, right? Like I mean, at yeah. least top it, tier two. Even, even we're even, the yeah, only motherfucking esport without a ranked play, and like not only that, I believe all the other tier one esports, their ranked play is like. 
incredible too. Like it's not even like <laughs> yeah. like we don't even have one, and their rank play is like the creme de la creme of ranked Jesus. as well. I didn't even thought uh, about that. Which is Damn crazy. Like, <laughs> you just I never thought right there at shit. Well, because well, if you think about other esports, though, think think about the other esports and like how good they're doing, and they all have a rank that people love. Like. I don't know. And and usually what Call of Duty does is like we take things from other esports and we like make it our own and make it better along with our own innovation. You know what I mean? Like we improve I mean, it. Yeah. The idea of like having emblems and stuff in game, like like we we just did that and it it, it worked out great and it's only gonna continue to get better. It's just mind blowing that we wouldn't have it ranked because that's what the foundation of all the other ones and they're <laughs> great. I don't know. It's crazy. I know yeah. I'm going in on it right now, it just really pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> Probably Russia. I mean, I want to get on and play like COD. I can't even get on and play COD to be honest. I know. Like, I play Warzone all day. I don't play Battle Royales. Like, I just don't. Dude, and, I'm the same as you, Pack. I'm exactly <laughs> the same. That's I. I just Battle Royales to me just for the longest time. I just don't find them competitive. Right. I for try to, but it just doesn't. Like, I can't take that shit serious. Like getting killed by right. a guy sitting in a corner up in a building somewhere. RPG. Well, I mean, it's not for me, and I know it's for a lot of people. But I just want to see. I would love to just get on this game and just play Cave Hardpoint. And then try to get better, and then eventually queue up against a beezy and get smoked. But at least I'm just, <laughs> at least I'm playing and like trying to improve. I could do that, uh, but I don't know. I did that in one too. I didn't even play that game, and I was still up there in rank. That's like, also like super cool as well because, like, you could be playing and then you're queuing up against some of your other friends in the industry, and then it just becomes like this community and each level of rank. And there's like the legends of oh, the certain rank. Bro. Like, dude, that shit would be dope. Bro, um, Black Ops Two. I know the rank system was was broke. But there was no better feeling than like queuing and seeing like obviously for, for me back then, like seeing like pros, right? Like playing against Swanee in rank play and me just going like balls to the wall hard just to try and impress Swanee, like trying to shit on him, shoot his buddy. Bro, like the, those days were so fun. Like you join Whoa. a rank game and there's players that you recognize and you're like, holy shit, that's so and so. Now I'm going to go even harder than I was going to go. Like, bro, there's there's no feeling like that, especially for fans, right? Yeah. Who don't necessarily get to interact every day with players yeah sure you can you can tweet them etc and maybe you'll see them at an event maybe you'll get a picture but to actually play the the thing that you're observing the thing that you're watching and you love against one of those players is such a special feeling man yeah, it really World is. War two ranked was good and like it was sick yeah it was it was great i remember playing that and like getting up there and then just getting smoked and i got demoted i'm like okay i gotta get back up like that yeah, shit was fun I and also i, I don't I know it. i don't know i mean i played halo 2 so i'll start with that one but like the feeling of reaching your first like highest your high goal like whatever that is i remember h2 yeah. there's a certain point where you kind of hit like some cheaters but you could get to a certain point before that where it was like i'm that guy right now AC, when i first <laughs> got my my first 50 in the mlg yeah. playlist i was like let's i was like jumping around in my room like let's go i'm the best like i was yeah. like, no, that feels like, by myself so i was like i'm finally better than these clowns i told you guys <laughs> another thing though <laughs> is I'm like here. we might also see the emergence of like other big personalities in in our esport, like like I feel like it, it hinders like a lot of the pros in our esport as well by not having a big rank. Because like, if we make ranked and we make it right, then we have pros that play it all the time. And when you're trying to get better at the game, you just tune into them, and they're naturally going to get more fans, become a bigger name, and our league gets better overall. Right. And like when I watch Valorant, like yeah, I'm watching fucking Hiko. I'm trying to learn and get better. Like I'm trying to watch the good players. Yeah, that's why I and, and, and there's nothing for pros like right now, like they're unless they want to stream their scrims. Like our fans that are hardcore fans without watching tournaments or watching scrims, like they can't really learn from them. That's why they're all so, playing Warzone. Yeah, and, exactly. and that and that's the thing. So like our fans are getting fed into Warzone slower and slower, like right now, which is 
I mean, it's all COD, so I'm kind of happy because we're part of COD, but I want it to be COD competitive. And if it was ranked and our pros were playing that and it was a good rank, then it might be better. But maybe we spent too much time talking about it. You guys want to move on? Yeah. I think it's sure. important, man. But yeah, we can it, is impo- it is important. It is important. I'm sure they've had their ear talked off about it, but you know, yeah. their game is doing well. So, <laughs> yep, it is. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A touch more. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. All right. Well, we'll talk about some actual cock competitive stuff now that we've talked about that for a while. Um, the GA discussion. Um, oh, boy. Obviously, none of us here are involved with any pro teams. Shout out <laughs> OGLA. Um, and there's been gentlemen's agreement discussions going on um i guess i'll defer to pac-man here not about this particular discussion about gas but how it kind of went down in the beginning um with like like because when i was involved like with gas it was just basically everybody was unanimously agreeing like something was terrible and they got rid of it apparently with this one yeah apparently with this one though there was like people who still wanted it people who didn't want it do you guys know any details about this i mean i think most people wanted auto talk to auto tax sprint to be ga'd but uh, there was like at the beginning. Are you talking about the beginning? No, no, no. Of the year? I'm talking about now. Now, oh, okay. at the beginning of the year, you just—I wasn't even involved at the very beginning, so I wouldn't know. But right now, it's like they wanted auto tax print to be GA because it's just—it makes they think that it lowers the skill gap for the the players with with worse movement. So that's—I so, mean, it was put know. in the game initially for Warzone. It's a Warzone thing because you're sprinting around the map is all that, day, so you just kind of push the button. That is. Yeah, no, okay. it's the same reason the reload thing is the way it is, right? You can either yeah. hold or tap. Like, that's, that's yeah, the reason. All that's, it's all, I it's think, that. I was talking to Rambo about this. I think auto tax sprint is just evolution of the controls for controller. Like, I think that I, mean, I don't want to mash my left stick in. Yeah, I don't want to mash my left stick in. I like yeah. it. I get that it might, like, break the game in a certain way in terms of, like, cameras and shit like that and people just fucking sprinting. <laughs> but it is a good setting in theory because it is an evolution of the controls. It's going forward, like... Other what things, should, other would, things should would, get fixed. I would agree with you if if it was a thing that was going to be here, like going forward permanently every like, year. Yeah, yeah, so it's not gonna. It's not. It's not how it is. So there's not gonna be. There. Uh, I mean, I'll say most likely there will be no auto tax merit next game. So it's not an evolution of of the controls like how tactical is and like Southpaw and all that crap that they added in and bumper jumper for no, that evolution is, is of it bumper jumper? yeah it reminds yeah, okay. me yeah, the ats argument controls. is in the same argument we had about scuffs years ago kind of reminds me of that a little bit i mean like is it that much different than like slide canceling like somebody breaking the game that way like this well, is it makes it setting. way easier for them it makes it, makes it way it, yeah, easier it makes it for them to do, do that, all right? that. Know, and a game but... with in a game where it's like all people cameraing each other you're just making it easier for people who've put in who don't have as high of ability to do the same thing that someone else is doing man we just need oh man we need more than we, we just need PC. <laughs> the cameras will be irrelevant. <laughs> There's still PCs on cameras, but it would, it would or on uh, or cameras, cameras on PC. Yeah, but it's but nowhere near. It would definitely that. help if you were like if you're like bad servers where you know you're 128 tick servers. That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so your personal opinion, John, is the auto text print should be gone? Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I think it should be. That's the reason why all, all the players want it to be. <laughs> Seems like I mean, everybody me, wants it gone. Yeah. Yeah. To me, the other ones were a bigger deal though. If I'm gonna be honest with you, yeah, the Merc Four Grip should help a Merc lot. Four I feel like, and the 10 mm, which I don't think, I don't believe that actually it got didn't get, it. Didn't get it. Didn't well, get those are the, 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 the most. 
That would, would be probably the best from the beginning. I don't get that. I don't know. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like you see players actually walk around hip firing because it's better. It's just better to just walk around with your gun down. Disgusting. Ridiculous. Why did uh? So ten mm didn't get GA'd. Isn't that the more OP one? Like they're both OP, but I, I don't know. Uh, That's why I said I think they should both do it. But I think that would. I think they think that that would just kill the gun completely. Which honestly, who cares? Like the MP7 is actually really good too, and it is more balanced. In my opinion, it makes the game a little bit more balanced. But who cares? Yeah. That's not my say. I'm not, I don't play every day. MP5 is the best gun that we've seen since the vector. Ever since the vector, and I think you can even argue that it's better than no. that because it could just. Well, there's 10 people on the map. Most of the time, eight of them are using the the vector was crazy. That's the one thing that's was, weird to me, though. Osa like, might be the most. OP yeah, but ever from had. range, at least in respawn, since everyone uses red dots, you couldn't just hit every shot. Hold on, what I is see, the most OP gun MP5 we've ever had? actually square up with like octane from deep. No fucks. What is the most like, OP gun? I don't ever give a fuck. Here we go. I'm squaring up with you and my gun. Just kind of sustain. The MTAR during the MTAR meta was pretty godlike yeah. but i, I don't know whether we'd say i don't know yeah i don't know if we'd say it's better than the vector i or, think honestly the mp5 but the, i think I the mean, problem is you have to look at uh, very quick ttk games right for for quote op weapons that's where most of them are going to come from like no one's ever going to say like a first assault rifle it is op right that we've played with at least i mean the type 95 um, and mw3 was the osa's the most the osa's the most mw3 the the gun there's a gun in ghost that we literally knew was going to be banned because it was op D.O.P. like oh, the, MSBS. Yeah, the MSBS before Yo, it that shit was crazy, holy shit that, that was killing in a bullet or two yeah the MSBS was the best <laughs> I can't believe that cold. made it through QA testing that bro. shit was cold oh, I, but, right? but what's that what, but of what we used though like of the all the guns in competitive literally make a I think the OSA I think the OSA was the most OP nah the foul was crazy select fire and shit too Dual cap 40s, wait, boys. The, wait, wait. The foul with dual cap 40s was, was the autoplay weapon. Anybody who ran that was melting. <laughs> oh, bro, that, that was, that was different. Like that was that was used at champs too, which I is too, crazy. Like, as good as it was, it took some tuning before we got before we got there. That was Damn, crazy. MSM how crazy is the champs pre-tuning? Rambo, pre-tuning. Wait, three ARs at a game that ended three subs with just running around. Oh my god, bro! Rambo Ray was legitimately running around. Ray spawned in, pushed Y, pulled out his pistol. <laughs> that, yeah. that was like the strat. No disrespect to Ray. It was the, the meta. Yeah, disrespect. Wow. I never even really thought about that. This guy wasn't even using his submachine gun. I, that shit was <laughs> mind-blowing. I never I even thought about that. It. Champs in uh, Black Ops 2 was like a joke Ooh, in terms gays. of the meta of the game. People were using sentry guns the, and shit. The shooting. wall site. The, the, what the fuck? Track, track tracker. It, no, no, no. It was the oh, MMS. MMS. You MMS, can, MMS. You can MMS aim through walls. You can oh, see through walls. I forgot about that. You throw a smoke and you see him perfectly as well. You literally see through walls. We were using that crap. <sighs> Bro, that was awesome. <laughs> but right there, I mean, that's kind of why GAs exist and there's no really way to ever stop them. Um, it's just there's so much shit in Call of Duty, bro. Like, compared yeah, to other yeah. esports, there's just so much shit. Like, we're never going to have the same rule set as pubs. It's never going to happen. And that agenda's been pushed for a very long time. It, it will it will literally, legitimately never happen until the game just changes, which I mean, the games do too well. We they won't closer. change in that regard. We've got a lot closer, You'd have to bare bones the games. Like, I mean, we game. use the same guns, at least, right, as pub kids, if they're not an idiot. Which is... Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the basic. That's the start. Although, yeah, I, I guess. But the, I, I think the thing about all, is, I, I use all those attachments I don't even look at. Like, I was, I, have. <laughs> I was worried. Camo hunting. That's probably why. 
Like they're trying to achievement unlock and stuff like that. I I was worried coming into the year with the amount of attachments. Like it was intimidating the amount of variation you can have Mm -hmm. with your weapons. And it's been like, all right, honestly, like for for the amount of attachments and the amount of different weapon variations you can have. It's kind of fucking funny that we only have like two guns used. In a competitive sense, it's always going to be like, no matter what you can put on, people are going to find the best stuff and then everyone's going to use it. Right. So so there's there's like there's different ways of looking at it. There's that way, which is pack is totally right. Where. Why would I, if I'm playing against Pac, why would I not use what is the best? Because if he's using something that's the best and I'm not, he's probably going to beat me, right? But then the evolution is, well, what happens if I come up with something in the game which forces him to change what he is using? That's like, I feel where MW tried to be with like such a big selection. In fact, you can change your entire gun in the game. There's no, oh, I don't have that class, like shit. They, they They were trying to set it up so that you could be super reactive to strategies. The problem is, like, what's the strategy in yeah. in hardpoint, for example? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run an MP5. I'm gonna run at you. I'm gonna bunny hop. I'm gonna you know slide cancel. And I'm gonna shoot. And I'm auto. There is no door bus smoke you. <laughs> right. There, there is there is no like. Oh well, I'm gonna use X, Y, and Z to force you to change your class. Like it just doesn't exist. Honestly, the It'd best be weapon meta we've ever had was Black Ops Three. Not even close. And, Black Ops um, and we have Bandit Protect, yeah, which which ruined it. We had HVK <laughs> for certain maps. Oh, Even if you yeah. didn't ban guns, you could actually use uh, multiple guns yeah. for different things. HVK, man of, yeah, depending yeah, on the map, yeah. Man of War, you could use, like, what was the fucking site? Like, the Band like an was MP5. Such a good idea, man. I mean, Feral was even good. Uh, like, they, I mean, there was, like, three ARs and two subs, three subs maybe. I mean, oh, there was, like, four ARs. But can, yeah. can you imagine if the Band and Protect Man-O-War wasn't just a, a button-click race? Like, could you imagine if they actually incorporated, like, a, like, almost a seeding into it uh, and just like the yeah. extra stuff that could have been done like they could have made it great man it could have been it, it was like really close to being really well done i mean but they did a really good job of making the guns so good that because they were preparing for band and protect so they made it right they made the guns pretty good so that's what i'm saying like there's there's some viable weapons and you could actually get away with using what was not considered the best ar against someone who's using the best ar and be yep. successful Damn, you might be right, and actually, that's a good call. I mean, they, they just they had they a nailed versatile, and versatile weapons. I honestly, my take on Black Ops Three was it was one of the best CODs we've ever had, and the year got ultra ruined by us not having like a lot of events. Like, I wish we had the year we had in AW in Black Ops Three. Like, yeah. there was nine thousand four hundred and twelve tournaments in AW. I thought Black Ops Three was AW year was AW year is probably the best year. Yeah, I, th- I think it was probably the best year we ever had as an eSport. I do not necessarily in my memory. First game ever. I don't even remember that year think in about my memory, it. Think about it for a year, though. <laughs> like, dude, it felt like every other week I was traveling somewhere. Like, at MLG, we were doing the ESR every single day, so fans had stuff to watch every single day. Like, there was so much content around, like, COD Competitive that you yeah. just... You you were instantly year, became a plus. Look at amazing. how it started. Look at how it started. AW Columbus Open Optic Phase Double Best of no, Five. No, no, I agree. X wins with a cut. We, we agree with you, Ben. I agree. I just the game was so bad. The game was just so bad, man. <laughs> hey, man. That was our last game with the X Games too, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, uh, was it? I'll be yeah, honest, bro. I that was our that was our last year with 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 uh, the LA Live deck too. I think. For champs, for champs, yeah, because yeah, Black Ops was, yeah. was in the Black was in the place where the where the stage was like in the sky. Oh, Black Ops three champs in the form in the where cool. we where we, we oh, oh my god, stadium. let me talk about Black Ops three champs for a second. We played in the forum 
and the warm-up stations were in like a loading bay and they were slanted and we had rolled rolling computer chairs and i was sliding the fuck down on a ramp not only that i played my game to get out to uh go to in winner's bracket in a fucking hotel ballroom (laughs) oh like i'm sure i lost yo major shout out to my guy adam ap i think it was him and um, with, there, there was like a problem and he like organized everything and made sure everything was cool. But I remember he looked me in the eyes. I think it was him. And he goes, yeah, so you guys got to play in a hotel. Like we're just behind schedule. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I went to hotel room. I played Fab E. They were twisted out of their fucking minds. The guy was in his pajamas and flip flops smoking me, bro. I was like, what is this? This is for thousands of dollars. So Dude, that year, I chalked, bro. Chalked. You know, I- Asterisk. Uh, I just lag out or did lag out? Nah, and just muted himself. I think he oh. got too excited talking about Fabi smoking his ass. Yeah, I think I hit my mute button. I lost <laughs> but yeah, Black Ops 3, though. Uh, like I said, I love that. I love that game. Man, don't get me started on that hotel tournament, bro. I remember I beat uh, Miracle's team to go to Champs through the online thing. And then at Champs, we played Mir somehow in the, in the tournament because someone on the European team, someone on like Maghead or Swanee could, didn't go. Yeah. So they had to pick up mm. one. So they got Mir. And when we played mm. in the hotel room, Mir was shitting. He was yeah. the best player by far. <laughs> I lost all. I was like, why am I losing this guy at 1 a.m. in a fucking hotel 1 a.m., bro, in a hotel. In, in a fucking hotel. hotel. How have you like, like 50 first map? Three pieces in the second map. <laughs> oh, and you guys want to hear some shit? So I lose to Fab E, and I'm on LG. We were like one of the teams that was like predicted to get top four. We were pretty fucking good, if you guys remember correctly. Like, Illuminati, we were a good team. We thought we were going to get like top six minimum. So we lose to Fab E because of the fucking hotel game. And then our bracket, right? Hotel game. And listen, Sorry, listen, so listen. That is ridiculous, bro. I wish people were more educated on this shit. But anyways, I lose that. I lose that. And then... We go into bracket. We play Mochilla's team. It's on YouTube. Document it. 50 first map. Smoke them off the stage. World star. Meyer. All right, we're back in this. Next round. We play Rise. What the fuck? Play Rise next round. We lose. Like, like it's fucking Rise. We're going to lose. They were nasty, bro. They, they were one of the teams that could have won. And then we get matched up versus Optic. Like, or was the other way around? One or the other. We played Rise and then Optic back to back. Yeah, Optic, Optic was in losers because they lost the NBA round. Yeah, I remember looking at it like, and going, like, are you are you shitting me, bro? I lose a hotel game, and then I play Rise and then Optic. your whole bracket. Yeah, man. Damn. This is ridiculous, bro. History yeah, of Call of Duty. You're salty. There's just been so know. many times that shit like that. <laughs> just gave him flashbacks, bro. Uh, from broken Cronuses to... Dude, I feel like that's the one thing that, that's always fascinating is like we as insiders know all of these stories, but I feel like fans don't necessarily know them, right? Like there's a ton of stuff that happens at events where, you know, as a fan, you're just out watching. You have no idea. You you're literally just see the gameplay feed and maybe some casters. That that's that's all the information oh, unless 100%. the casters actively say it. You have no idea well, there's, like, well, what's going on in the background. There's always like every year, uh at least back in the day. Like Black Ops 3, AW, all those games. There was always like little hidden things that were like somehow sabotage tournaments or ruin things that the fans weren't aware of. Like yeah. even all the way up until IW, I remember playing there um, in the Columbus studio and 100% like we were using old PS4s. There was something where a PS4 was better than the other. I used to get in arguments uh, with... This is, no. 
Right. This is what we call no. Pap. No, no, no. This is when Cronus, Cronuses were relatively new. I used to get in mm. arguments with uh, with Dylan, Dylan all the time. The guy who worked for MLG he was one of the refs. It was a thing. But like, what the fans don't realize, even John and Ben might not realize, is every single player was knew that there was something fucked up with the Playstations. Like, we were under mutual understanding, and we knew which one was fucked up every single day, and we would get yeah, them switched you- out. And there was a few outliers. There were a few outliers like like, like Slasher and J Cap. No, 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 there were a few. There were a few people, but for the most part, there was. We knew when Playstations were fucked oh, this up. This what happened. Let me let me educate you, Ben, for real. From the non delusional, <laughs> it's true. Version, the non delusional people. Okay, well, what happened was someone would sit at a spot, right, and they would mm-hmm. get fucking tucked. <laughs> I remember. Right, and then they'd be like. What the fuck is going on? And then the very next game, someone would sit down in that chair, tucked, hork, smoke. And like, I knew it. I knew it. That chair, that that box, garbage. If you have to play that boat, get that pushed out right now. Garbage. That guy Dude, was on the street. Like, so tuck, there's no way, right? There's no way, right? They lose a gunfight. There's no fucking way. No, but you want to be mind blown? So look, I was so annoying. I was so annoying in that fucking Columbus studio. I remember one time going into a match because I, I think it was Zed who got fucking smoked in that chair. And then no, exactly. no, 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 no. And then no, no, no. You already then, left before you even sat down. No, no. Then right after, somebody else got shit on. It was I think it was Classic. Yeah, it was Zed and then Classic. So b- before I sat, and Classic walked off the stage and he's like, Shh, "Brother Ant, you got to get that switched." So I walked up. <laughs> I walked up up to the station, bro, and I I had known that there was a fucked up PS4 situation going on. So I walked to the station. I turned around and looked at Dylan, bro, and I said, listen, Dylan, I will not play this match until you switch on PS4. (laughs) And he goes, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, the PS4, is, it's not the PS4. Like, if you don't play well, it's on you. I said, listen, Dylan, you don't play this shit all fucking day. I do. My PS4 is broken. I can't play. It's broken. It's broken. I can't play. So then Spencer, being my good friend, goes in the back, pulls out a pristine PS4, hooks it up, and I world start phase back to back. We played two matches in a row, fried phase, fried in our next match. Next day, the, the, the stations were switched, and who, I forgot who sat there, but they fried as well. And I was like, yep, the PlayStations were fucked up. From that day going forward, I knew that it was a confirmed fact. And nobody, nobody could change See, my mind. I remember this because we started taking stats <laughs> on the players who actually sat in, in like those spots, like the, the consoles, like events. Like it happened frequently. Like it really did. Like I don't that think happened a lot. I, no, I mean, man. I, kinda, I can never I prove it. Pack a little bit where it's like, if I tell you, oh, by the way, you know, three people have just got fried sat exactly where you're sat. Yeah. Like you mentally going dude, to that no, game, man. Like your first, the second you lose that first gunfight, it's a real thing. It's it's killing me hearing you guys talk about this because I remember being in the moment and playing on it and knowing and like I'm not crazy, bro. It's like the guy, who, like, <laughs> it's like the kid who sees a ghost. You're not delusional. No, I'm not. It's like the kid who sees a ghost and knows he saw it, and then he tells his parents, and they're like. You didn't see yeah, a fucking I'll, ghost, but then I, yeah, that I, fucking ghost is actually there. Shadow and tweaked. No, bro. Oh, I know for, and I remember in the moment knowing, bro. And like, there was too many instances. Like at Paris, the same thing happened. I got a new PS4. We were in losers bracket. We played four matches from the same station. Is and that I SWC? literally, yeah, ESWC Paris. Mm-hmm. I literally had a 3.0 on that station. Ask Naga, Study Havoc. That maybe you were I, just playing well. No, I, I wasn't just me playing well. Maybe, maybe you were. Well I had rested. a clear advantage, bro. I I know for a fact, dude. I know for a. You sound, you sound crazy. No, you I know crazy. it sounds crazy, but I remember thinking back in the time, like 
I'm not. I'll tell you what it is. This is a this is a real thing. No, these these routers it. at these tournaments don't get reset often enough. So people who start getting in their own head and they don't even know why, it's because the router just needs to be reset. It's simple as it's simple as that. It's not the box. It's not this other crap. Sometimes a router just needs to reset because it's a it's a physical thing and it needs to you know do it, whatever the hell routers and shit do when they get reset. I had a couple. <laughs> this, I had a couple tricks though. Thing. I had a couple tricks. I had, I had theories, bro. I know I'm cutting you guys off. I'm ranting because I'm remembering it all. I used to have this theory as well. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> that the last person to like load up, like, like that hard reset their PlayStation would fry. So like, I didn't even tell my teammates this shit at times because I didn't know if I was going to team with them later in the season. But like, I would literally in a series, like at the very end before we had to join the game, like or before the series, I would re- hard reset my PS4 and join the lobby, and I would drop LeBron numbers, bro, in <laughs> IW. And I remember thinking, like, this is what this is what it is, dude. There were a few people who knew that. It was like me. I think I told Formal, and he did it. John did it. Like that was right. the play, dude. Are you, are you taking chat, credit chat, for Formal chat, chat. IW you, here? You guys, are, is that you what guys, you're you doing? Didn't believe me when I said that Ant is delusional. No, dude. You have to believe I me swear, now. I feel you have to understand. <laughs> I, it's my guy. You guys know this. What? Did you hear that shit he just said? If you reset your PlayStation no, last. Yeah, the last person. Because it reset your cache on that router, bro. Because it would reset your cache on that router. Dude, I'm telling you. Bro. I am telling you guys, there were things. Like, I wish I could, I wish I could back end it and tell you guys what was happening. But it was not like these CS guys on fucking PCs. There were literally, there's people who oh. used to literally have advantages in games. Maybe it was a router. I don't know what it was, but I promise you, dude, you guys won't believe me until you play it. But when you play at a pro level, you know when shit's not right. And I used to know that there were so about, matches. What about the one out of five? To go and sit at the box where the other people were getting tucked in at and then go drop a 1.4. Dude, it, and, and this all started <laughs> happening as well. <laughs> I'm not even listening to you. When Cronus's got introduced, that's one thing I could never get over. When Cronus's got introduced, that used to kill me. I know you hated those too, John. That was oh, wait, well, those were really. They, they tried to tell us the Cronus's were five MS. It was the I same thing. I sat down the station. I was like, bro, this is. Not, I used to. I played in 2006. I know, yeah, five MS, you know. Like, this is 37 MS. What the fuck is this? Yes. Five MS. Trust me. No, 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 no. Uh, and I got on guns sliding around. That shit's way different. Bro, I used to, bro, players used to get a Cronus and keep it in their pocket and not return it. Because, like, this is the good Cronus, bro. Like, <laughs> I remember that. I did the same thing, though. That's uh, also oh good Cronies, dude. There was, some, there was some bullshit going on, too, like, in, in those years of COD when Cronus first got introduced. Some people wouldn't use it and would just risk the Bluetooth lag, and they would just be fucking fried. Yeah, that was cheating. But the reps wouldn't regulate it. And I was always the guy who was scared to do that. But I wish I did it, dude. In, re- in retrospect, I would have just said, fuck it and not use the Cronus. Because yeah. there were a but lot of people. Crim never used like the goddamn Cronus. You'd use one Bluetooth and like get that like circle thing once. But overall, for the course of the game, if you're playing without the Cronus, you have a hefty advantage. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. What? I'll just hold that Bro. one stupid death. Bro, Crim, but Karma, like, those guys, what? a bunch of these guys, they ne- like, those guys the never use Cronuses in, in those matches, bro. I would play games, and I would know that they weren't using it, and I, w- I would just be scared of, of the, getting the lag or the ref being like, fuck you. But, like, yeah, there was people not using it. Boy. So, like, the whole years of, like, IW, Black Ops Studio in that time, it was weird, like, the dynamic of, like, Cronus and shit like that, for me personally. Well, they fixed I mean, it, didn't they? They fixed I mean, it by, like... I think they got it right towards the end of, or at least close to right towards the end of Black Ops 3 and IW. 
so that you like everyone started using them, but people were definitely doing that thing. If you ever hear Damon talk about the cornices, it's like the funniest thing. Ever. Yeah, it's horrible. Because Damon's like, I can't believe you're playing all these fucking things still, man. <laughs> like, he just, I don't know. He's just fucking crazy. He's just, I mean, he has a point, though, right? Like, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> He's one of a kind. Man, I, I got real passionate right there, guys, for a second. I'm going to go grab another drink real quick if you guys want to lead us into the next topic. What's our next topic? Uh, the last tournament discussion. Oh, right. Last, the last tournament discussion? Oh, my God. Where do we start, Pac? Uh, go ahead. You're the host, master. You know, that's your thing. All right. Well, let's talk about Seattle. <laughs> uh, I'm down for that. Let's start, let's, start with, one. let's start with Seattle. Bro, I, I'm, I'm so curious to hear your thoughts on this Seattle team yes. because the best uh, – <laughs> The best right. thing about this for me, and the best thing honestly about maybe maybe where we are as a league right now is Octane on Twitter, bro. The memes, man. I'm loving the memes. It. I mean, bro. as a as someone who's meme not game. a part of their team organization, it's hilarious. But it's, wait, imagine I'm, being on the team. That shit is fucking. Oh. That shit's fucking terrible. It's wait, terrible. He, I'm mind he's the best player talking like that. And and don't get me started because you picked him to win. You're the worst bracket. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, go ahead. Get it in, roast me. I was it's just gonna say that. The worst bracket Alex, the worst. Ever. I was just gonna say that Sam is not a funny person in real life, and he's somehow fucking <laughs> hilarious on social media. I don't know where it came from, bro. I don't know if he's hired somebody to do it, but it's blown me away because I actually laugh at his tweets. He's not funny. Like he's cool, but he is he's not. Kinda, he's kind. He's kind of funny. He's not like, oh, who's oh, no, he's never made me laugh in real life. Not really. Not like, he's made me laugh. I've laughed with him, but it's never like he's actually funny. But he's yeah. actually, his social media is actually funny. I don't he's know. I agree with I, I just, yeah, I, 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 I it's like I've talked about that to anybody. I just, I just remember reading one of his tweets laughing and going, how the fuck does this guy just make me laugh? Like, <laughs> I just remember thinking that. Yeah, I had the winning, bro. You, you guys have anything to say about Why? that? Why? They were close Why? to winning. They were close, though. Like, Huh? No, I forget now. They weren't. <laughs> no, but like, they're so. Oops, they're so bad. They're like, they're Octane's actually. I just, running I just don't. Now. I don't He's get it. A sub. He's actually running a sub. He I don't. I, I, I don't understand how you have like. He couldn't do automatics because I think Slasher wanted to run the ICR to start, and then they're like, nah, fuck that. And then Slasher ran the Maddox, and Octane ran an ICR. Like, yeah, what? He, this guy's he, running he, a sub now. He's. Yeah, I don't know. They're tweaking, bro. But I they, feel like as a player, though, you get to that point, don't you? Like when, oh. when you when you if you look left and right and you see your teammates and you have some like fantastic players, like you have Karma, for example, three rings. Like you're, regardless of how good he may be at the start of the game, you will always expect him to be good at some point during the year, right? Is Damon, for example? Hey, I don't. Yeah, know. I just, dude, hundred percent. Right, like just in terms of his smarts, like his cut oh, no, smarts. Like, I'm not just. You know, like, this has never happened. I would say that this. This particular situation has never happened in COD history, ever. And that's because of franchise. A team of a team of that wait, you mean a team of that good that sucks this much? Oh no, that's happened. Where you form oh, a team that people think are gonna be good and they just kinda suck. Right. That's happened, but in the past in COD history, you'd be like, Well, that team was garbage, and then you just move on. Like <laughs> someone gets right. dropped, someone moves on. Like this this because of franchising, it's harder to move players and get pieces that you want. And now they're like like they played enable for one series. And he didn't even play every map of that series, and then they switched in somebody else. That's that was like all they could do. They can't make any changes. They would definitely wanted some want someone else. I know mid season they wanted Nato. Then someone said they wanted maybe pick up wow, Danny. They Rudy. really lost composure. But like I mean, they team with Nato on the back. Right? Like, <laughs> LG was Octane, Saints, yeah. Slack, Nick. Like they they try they they can't do anything. So now they're just in this spot where they just kind of suck. They're not even that good at respawn, 
and they're terrible at search. So now they're just in a, just a ridiculous spot where. But what do you do from a player's goal. perspective? Like I, that, that's the one thing that we never talk about. Like, I, I don't think either of you two have ever been on a team like that. I've been on, have you? I've never been on a team that's been supposed like, to be this good and then that, been that bad. I've been, I've been, on, on, a bad I've been on teams in that, that, in that teams, situation, like, yeah. Uh, so like, what do you what do you do as a player? Like, how the hell do you even begin to fix this, that? I'll tell you how this plays out. So, like, I've been on a couple teams like this, actually. Um, no, seriously, I've been on a couple teams like this. Not to that caliber where, like, you could be the best team in your dog shit, but I've been on teams that should be good teams, and we end up not being good, right? Um, and usually what happens is people lose faith in each other. You're talking to see what you can do with the org. You're talking to other teams to see what you can do. Um, people are saying this guy's ass behind this guy's back and so forth that everybody's doing that left and right. You lose faith in each other. Um, and you're worried about the outcome of everything. Like if you're going to get schemed on, or if you should be scheming on them, you're not getting better at all. And then usually what ends up happening is one person on this team will end up getting put into retirement or getting screwed over. Right. One person in this situation usually ends up getting like just the short end of the stick, either having to batter their way through like out of being nowhere, like straight waiver wire pending as a free agent. Um, or they'll make like a two person trade change and the team will get better. And those other two other two players will be on like a shittier team, but happier individually. That That's like usually what happens in this situation. But it's different with franchising because the players don't have as much influence. So. We'll see. Yeah, I was gonna say, through. but that's like how it used to be. Point. Yeah, it is way different now because that is what would happen, right? You you talk behind each other's back, but I mean, they've already done that to each other for sure, yeah. and there's nothing has come from it. <laughs> like the team oh, is completely uh, chalked. Let me say, let me let me put this out there right now. The team is completely chalked. There is no way that that team, even with a one person change, will ever compete for a championship. They Honestly, need in a way though. There's no way. That, that probably makes it better for them though, in a weird way, right? Knowing that oh, the players can't. Well, no, think about it, right? The players can't actively make a change themselves, right? As we kind of stated, it's more, you know, franchising, it's more on management, et cetera, et cetera. They can't get worse. Like, they, they just can't. So at the end of the day, they may as well just sit down and just play with a smile. It, it sounds it sounds ridiculous, but at the same time, no, again, you can't do that. And I'll tell you why. No, no, Ben, no, Ben, you can't do that because I'll tell you right now. They've been getting paid for years. Unless you save your... Yeah, unless you save your image, you're losing cash next year, bro. Like you can't do because these guys want to get a good contract. Like that's fair. You can't. You you want to get the fuck out of the situation so you can show that you're actually good, and that way you have some negotiation power going into the next year. Like this is your career on the line, bro. I know how that's this is. fair. No, you that's can't fair. just chalk it I mean, at all. A lot of I mean, every player has a plus one contract, but you know if you're on a horrible team like that. You're not going to get your option picked up next year. Like Enable's yeah. not going to get option picked up next year. I would I would be surprised if more than like. Sam plus one got their option picked up for next year. So that means wow. you have to go to somewhere else and, and talk to another franchise and try to get another deal. You, so you do want to be the hopeful guy. You don't right? want to come off the worst year ever trying to negotiate with trying to get another deal. Yeah, you want to have that's, options, that's, bro. And uh, then that's you, that, that's, go ahead, Ben. So, and how, uh, and uh, no one was in like, series losing. I was in a spot like that, like, when, yeah, I was on, when I was on TSM the second season, and we were just terrible, and they wouldn't let us make a change. <sighs> And it but was think like, of it like this, though. Like, expansion is going to come at some point. I want pressure on you, but I'd rather have pressure. It was not fun. Right. Expansion is going to come at some point, though, right? Like, that's just whether it's next year, two years, three years. Give me, let, let's say the league expands by four, right? That's 20 starters, sub on each team, whatever. Let's just say 20 players. List me the next best 20 players. No, okay, I get that, it. That's well, a fair I point. I get what you're saying, but if? if the league, 
it, I'm going to say this right now because I'm going to throw this out there. There's not enough good players to expand the league by four teams. If you do that, I, no, need, I agree. I agree with need, you on they that. They need to go back to 44. They need to do that anyways, but they need to do that for sure. And for the quality of the broadcast, the yeah. quality of everything, you can't have like four more teams of, of who were previous AMs come back and be pros. And well, even if you do that before, now, it would still happen, bro. but at least – yeah, it would be ridiculous. If we started, if we started with that many teams, like it could have been balanced out a little bit better. But the amount of stacked talent on team, like I'm actually mind blown how some teams have their teams that they have. To be honest, like the fact that the surge even have that roster is pretty crazy, given the history of those guys on the team. Um, I'm actually mind blown by that. Like if we started with when that many teams and the, and the talent great. was divvied out a little bit more, it'd be fucking awesome. But if four teams come in now, which it'll probably happen, those teams are going to be cheeks their first year, <laughs> undoubtedly. Well, I think that the only way for them not to be cheeks is if it goes to 4v4 and then there's just not, and then like whatever happens with the salary cap makes it where you can't form a team of four of those guys very easily, if that makes I sense. I feel like they're so they'll then, never changed. I don't think they'll five, never change to 4v4. Can anyone, can you, can you give me a one good reason? So, so well, I think originally, originally is the it's the infrastructure. No, that right? sucked like, for players, wouldn't it? Pack, imagine, imagine you're a team owner, right? If it, imagine if you win champs and then it goes, oh, four v four, peace out, my guy. No, it's, it's not even that. Like if, if you think, if you think from heck, you own a team, right? You're a yeah. team owner, and I say, all right, we're going five v five. F four, you're investing in a whole extra person. Once that commitment has been made league wide, it's very very hard to just. Like flick a switch and remove that because you've changed fair, your team's you're, entire you're infrastructure right now to 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 uh, invest in seven people, right? I'm not sure how I'm not sure how telling you that you have to be invested in six people would upset you. I mean, how how would that upset you? I, I don't think it would upset you now. I just think the problem is that infrastructure has been made where we've been playing five v five for what is it like two years now? Yeah. Feels feels like feels like a fucking decade. <laughs> Uh, but it's 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 not going anywhere. I, I just think that's the brute reality. Like I would love. Oh my god! Could you imagine if a tweet came out like next week? Oh, next year is four v four. I'd be so excited. To me, it's just better to watch. Like it just it just the is. Players, like, there, the there's players no be argument. Excited, everyone would be excited. And I just right? the only the only issue from a player's perspective is if the league didn't eventually expand. Which I think everyone is in agreement that the league will eventually expand. It doesn't. We don't know I when. So. I, so, so, right? well, I guess in the short term, we would lose. We lose twelve pros, right? People would get but, better. I, I, or, I, yeah. I mean, even if we keep five v five, let's just not even talk about the what ifs because we'll go on all day. But even if yeah, we keep five v five, those teams might be bad <laughs> for team. <laughs> but they'll eventually get better. But we were talking about the last tournament, guys. So I'm trying to get us back on top and oh. be a good moderator here. So Seattle's fucking chalked. We can end up end that. <laughs> um, Minnesota, Minnesota is struggling. Um, oh. Do you guys think they should make a change? Uh, or should it be like on their trap. minds? It's, it's it's a trap question because I think the reality is no, it shouldn't be on their minds. But you guys know better than most, right? When you're a player, when you're expected to win, when the community say, "All right, yeah, this is an easier event," especially now, right, where you don't have the best teams there every time, and it's like, "All right, this is going to be the event Minnesota win. This is going to be the event they should at least make finals." And you don't even get to Sunday. Like I think it's going to start think playing on individuals, but who? Like what do you? All right, well, who do you change? Well, like, here's who, the who thing. Do you change? Here's why I think they should. Well, I think they should. The management should have it on their mind, and they should think about it. Minnesota, with Goddard X dropping LeBron numbers as well as Assault throughout the beginning of the season, did not win. Teams towards the end of the game, the teams with a lot of talent, they get better, better, better. Your phases, your empires, your huntsmen, 
Opti Gaming LA, it's starting to happen with them. They get better and better and better, and they will beat you consistently, and you won't have a chance of winning a championship. That shit's going to happen. And you see these other teams making a change. The four teams that were in our semifinal at the last tournament all made a change. All four teams made a change, and they look great. Royal Ravens, Optic, New York, Huntsman, they all look great. They all made a change. Minnesota's in a spot right now where they're fourth place in the league. They have good players, but Goddard can't consistently fry like that every tournament. And even when he was, they didn't win. So I think if they try to make a change right now before it gets too bad, they can hold that top four spot in terms of points, and they can make they can possibly get a championship at champs. Like it's possible if they get another superstar change? on their okay, team. Okay, okay, exactly. But you said all that nonsense, but you didn't answer the change? question. Yeah, who do you change? Who do you move, and is it even possible? And for who? Well, I mean, I think you keep Goddard I think I, I don't know exactly the dynamic of the team, who you get rid of, but I would say other than Goddard you could realistically replace any single player on that team, depending on who you get from either Surge, you get a gun, you get a player like Gunless, you go why, after. Why would you though? Like if you're if you're Minnesota, for all management. the reasons that I just said. Yeah, but it's just like I don't think it's worth it. Like I think wh- it's worth. Where's it. the Where's the benefit? Like I mean, to me, that's that's high risk. Like you're picking up a player from a team who is bottom of the league. Like there's no guarantee you're going to get any better. You've been in two finals as it is. Yes, you haven't won one. I think I, it's, I actually I, I think, actually do I agree though with it. your point that teams are going to get a lot better throughout the year, and that's going to cause problems. I don't think that they are but, as good as they were but, earlier in the season, but, Ben. I don't think they reached that again. And if sure. they don't even get to that, they're not winning. That's fair, but uh, I mean. Their team, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I just know that they had just were never as good online. And now, unfortunately, we're in this position to only play online. That's also but, something to consider. Yeah. Uh, it's a real thing. They, they, were, they had really good teamwork early on in the year. They were just playing the game really correctly. I think they're great. But, I think they're no, great. they're not bad. I'm saying, but, listen, when I say this. They caught up. But we're saying, there's a difference between I, being good I'm and winning. I'm going to find a move that you think that would actually improve them and improve their teamwork. I don't think. Thank you. Thank you. Pat. Just Everyone just says gunless. Like, like it's surge. Just, like, this is the easy thing. Pick up somebody like, off the surge. Who? So who are you going to give them? They don't even want to give them anyone. I mean, I would go after maybe app. Like you get <laughs> someone. I mean, it's app. Can, app at champs is different. You guys know that. Exactly. So why would the heck of the surge give up app? <laughs> I mean, surge is broken right now. It might be something so this, that they this could right explore. here. No, but this right here. I'm this, just saying, explore it, guys. Explore Pax, it. Pax point is exactly why to to this date there's been the fewest amount of changes of any competitive Call of Duty year ever. Exactly this point. If I own a team, I'm not just going to give you an asset for free. All, like listen, a one for one trade. This is getting happening. derailed. This is getting derailed. The Wait, question is, derailed? should it should it be point. on Minnesota's mind in the management? To make a change right now, yeah. I think well, so. Okay, well, and, and that if that's the question, I think that every team that ever with management like that should always be thinking like that. You should always be thinking about uh, the future at all times. Always. I, Wait, are you kidding me? That's, that's how making that's how, a that's change how, right now. So the Huntsman how, should be thinking about Manchester picking up a United run. I guarantee you. Right so so Huntsman, Huntsman should be thinking about United. making a change. They were still running. They were still uh, running. I mean, they did. Wait, Huntsman just did. I'm saying right now they just won. Like no, what I'm saying is Minnesota should be considering making a change right now. Like in every team doesn't think like that nonstop. That's a lie. They think about acquiring new talent. Yeah, that's facts. But not thinking about considering making a change to your starting lineup. Like throughout, like right now, especially in the way COD is. Like every team should not be thinking like that. I couldn't disagree more. But I think Minnesota should. I just don't know who you trade for. That that's the thing for me. Like 
sure. Should they maybe consider making a change? All right. Yeah. Like we, we can go down that path. Yes, maybe they should. Two finals haven't won. Probably their best chance of winning. Gone. I mean, Looney's out the there, isn't he? Remain. I think you replace anybody other than God Rex with Looney and your team instantaneously probably gets better outside of your main AR. Like there's players that are out there, bro. It's not like they don't exist. Like Looney is a great player. He knows what to do. He, I think Looney's nasty. Like, okay. All right. These, there's these things, you know, I have, I am, I have a big soft spot for Dan. Like Dan should be on these teams. He should definitely be a starting pro. That's ridiculous. Like he should be. It's but, nice. He's not. Right, but we're also in the middle of a pandemic. These people don't want to take someone off from you and like to add money to their franchises, especially for a team for a player that might not be starting for their team. Like, so if you just take them for for Looney, they're going to want a starter. But there's no reason for Toronto to want to start right now because they're happy with their starting five. You know what's going to happen? This is a problem with management, though. Toronto should be thinking about acquiring new talent as well if they no, know they're not going to put Looney well, in. No, no, Toronto I disagree. Toronto, have never I disagree. Toronto, Toronto should be loaning out talent. That's yeah, what that Toronto too. should be doing. That's when you bench, when you even do that, what? This is not. This is not last year. You can't just loan people out. Why? Why not? Of course you can. When you ever franchises? Franchises? You can franchising now. No, no. When? Wait. What do you mean? No. Absolutely. When? There's, there's no reason why you can do that. When in the history of franchise ever has anyone ever been loaned out? Are, are we talking just? I'm talking about the history of franchises in sports, esports, anything. I've never heard of that. In football, that happens. Like every single transfer season, by by like phase did it obviously last year in club, but forget that CS:GO has done it. I know that the we were not franchised last year. Thank um, you, brother. And but yeah, in football, in football, bro, it happens all the time. Like if I'm Toronto Ultra with with that many people on, on payroll, shit, I'm trying to pay fifty percent of his wage. I'll play the, the other fifty percent. I'm trying to loan players out. I, don't I guess know, I would be a bit different. As the, I'd be in a. I'd have to know. I, I would be a know. Jerry Krause, but I'd be an aggressive GM, dude. I would be 100% trying to replace somebody on Rocker if I was a GM right now. To, because I, just the way it's going, like, they actually have a chance. You don't get that close to being a top team like that often, especially with the talent they have. And the fact that they even have a chance at winning a championship with that roster is pretty crazy. Like, And it, the fact that they're that close and they can do and I think they can do it with one other player added to their team, I think that they should explore it. You don't get that opportunity too often. And but, like, but who's the player you drop and who's the player you pick up? It's so easy to say, like, oh, they're, they're within a player of winning a championship. But I, I already said it. I think anybody outside of God RX, and depending on the player that you get, like, Dude, you look at players been, on Surge. Assault's been great. Yeah, I know. I get, I get it. But if you could somehow make it work, like, if you could somehow make it work and get, like, an octane out of it, like, then you do it. You get what I'm saying? Like, what? obviously, no, no, no. That, listen, <laughs> that is an extreme what if. But what I'm saying is the only player that I would lock in would be got our ex on that team and i would be exploring replacements for all the other players right now to try to get us over the hump and win a championship because they're close and even though possible. all right so i'm gonna t- even if i was to say they should make a move which they i don't really think they should the fact is that you're locking down a player if you if you're saying that this is by far their best player in order for them to actually make a move to improve that's the player that they would actually have to think about giving up nope not necessarily yeah it, yes it is because that's the player you get the most value back for not necessarily. You, you, you can trade you other have, players. You have to talk about giving up the player that, especially if this guy, if you're not winning with this guy and he's the guy that's supposed to be the best, you can try to fleece another team and get more value. You back don't think for that Seattle player. would do like one for one trade with somebody on there if they're making multiple moves with their team? You don't think that's Dude, like, don't, with, with the state with the state of Seattle. the I, I, Seattle team? Why would I don't think Minnesota would do it? All right, well, think, think of it like well, this: they they would be that's who, what I'm saying. Who are you willing like, to trade? I think you're not getting rid of Sam. Like, like if if you're Minnesota, look at the players on Seattle that you would want. 
Octane obviously jumps like first to line, right? Like he, he just does. He's just a fantastic player. But do you need Octane? Like you I think the only player I don't go after. I think the only players I wouldn't go after if I was Minnesota. Like I don't. I wouldn't go after Karma. Um, I, you probably, I, go, I probably you wouldn't go after, after Octane, Octane just because of the stress that would be induced by trying to even get him on your team. Like he's probably <laughs> a lot for them. But like Apathy, free game. Like I'd be going at him hundred percent. Um, and that would be like I would propose like silly for app or silly for slacked. Like those are things that I I would I would propose and try to make. I work. just I just think from Minnesota's point of view, there's no guarantee that that actually makes them better. Like I think that's that's why they'd probably just go down the well. We'll just see if it works out for the rest of the year. Like, I mean, I'd probably also put a lot of my. I probably put a, also put a lot of my chips in trying to get gunless. I think that eh. that's something that could also make them a lot better. But the number one thing would be Looney. That's the player that I would be going after, and I think that OGLA should be going after Looney. I think that Minnesota still, should be going after it's, Looney. It's ridiculous to me that he is not on a starting lineup. I by think the way. he like, would still, change. That is ridiculous. I think he would change Minnesota one hundred percent. I, I, I think there's other teams that need him more. And I think if if it was ever a race for for Looney, which I'm amazed there hasn't been already, I think other players oh. would would try and go for it. Like the, if the OGLA, OGLA had Looney, you don't know that there hasn't been. Dude, if, OGLA I, with Looney. If OGLA had Looney, you don't know that there hasn't been. You just I think they would be a top hard, top three team. Yeah, that's fair. Extremely hard to pull off. And I think again to, to the point earlier, like that's why we haven't seen many moves, right? Like yeah. it's just not easy to do. It's no longer. Hey, Pack, you want to trade the this player? The okay. just got Pristini is mind blowing. Yeah. Like for, like just picked him up. That's re- the actually mind blowing. So, so I'm, I'm curious. Bro. Ooh, that brings that brings up a point. So I'm curious about this because I was talking to one of my friends about this. I personally think that all trades should be made public. Like the information of the trades, like what is traded. So it's a, yeah. we're, we're, in, we're in a franchise league. It's, right. it should be, like it should, I should, I should what, know. What did this good player get picked exactly. up for? What was his buyout rate? What did he get? What did he sign? If he had to, if he did, he cut his contract. Bro, we don't know any of these so publicly. Annoying. We don't know any of these things. It annoys me that we don't know that. Like I was thinking about this the other day. It's like it's infuriating. It's actually really, really upsetting because I want to know, like, as a fan, what each player is valued at, right? That imaginary number, whatever it is for each player, and those trades being public would be massive. I'm not sure. Do you think this extends to salaries? Because I'm not really sure that uh, COD has come to that point where, or any esport really has come to that point where we need to publicize player salaries. I don't think I don't think salaries per se, but I think yeah, trades, I don't think trades 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 and stuff. I agree. That's what maybe I how agree. close the team is to the cap. I don't know. Even even if it's like oh the trade is uh, I'm paying 100 percent of his salary for you know X what what whatever it is like sure you, I don't think you have to mention numbers if you're referring to salary, but. I would love to know, love to know how Huntsman got Prestini. Well, that's to also me, I, what takes the broadcast to another level. When we could talk about stuff like that, we don't have to be right. like, well, we don't know the details of it. No, we actually I know mean, the fucking details. So it's how you guys. You watch, like, if you watch sports shows, it's like half of what they talk about. Yeah, so they talk about, like, I can't believe like, they got Prestini. This guy for 40 years, 120. <laughs> you're, paying, you're paying this guy a million. Like, I could do that right, right like, now, but it would be me airing out other people's business. But there's some people that I could. Oh, Public, and then there you There's go, some exactly. people I can put the mic to my face and go, "You're paying him that? Oh, what? There's no reason why Seattle hasn't made any moves, by the way. And I'm I not gonna you, talk about it, but we are alluding oh to it. God, bro, you, what were they doing? Can we talk about that? Pride. Since we they directly, since we're direct talent for like the actual league, and we're live broadcast, like we can't exactly like roast uh, like teams sometimes, like they're. Their uh, management decisions, but wow, 
There are some management <laughs> decisions on some of these teams that I would love to just. Roast they're not the only teams. team that didn't know what the hell they were doing. They're just they're just up there like at the top of the. So like remember last time? So they were talking uh, about like people were roasting Joey Nubsy. So I kind of have a soft spot now because I just got fired. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it has nothing to do with him. But I'm like, oh, you guys oh, just set the team up for. I could have looked at that team, which I did before it was made, and be like, they're gonna be fucking terrible at search and destroy. But then they also made it. To, uh, they also put their team in a spot where they cannot make moves. Yeah. They have. <clears throat> Can I you say need that? a safety. You need a safety blanket. Like I, I think it was. The key, there are right? some teams. <laughs> there are some players that are getting the Pippen treatment. There's some players that are getting, <laughs> oh, like overpaid. Like we got some Dak Prescott motherfuckers in the league that are trying to get the back. Like there is the league is hilarious when it comes to salary. Like some of the players and how what they can pull off. What some of the players have pulled off is mind blowing, but we won't. So moving on to the next topic. <laughs> but, but just to put like a, a final thing on that, fair play to the players for getting maybe what they deserve more ballpark figure. Oh, you know what great. I mean? Yeah. For, oh no no like, no! For, for I just want to talk time. about it. I just well, want to. But I think I think more so the the argument is with it's like, the, the management and and the the owners who I I just don't think necessarily really knew. Like I, I think it's hard when you don't know how an esport is. Like, for example, Call of Duty had team changes after every event for the longest period of time. Admittedly, yeah. it slowed down. It got a little more professional, sure. But now you have players who just feel trapped with nowhere to go. And I feel like the nowhere to go isn't necessarily just the player's fault. You know, you look at the management, a whole a whole other kind of kind of worms, if you will. But, yeah, yeah at the beginning of the year, I think teams should have been more careful. So well, one, we day, hey. one day on broadcast, we can sit up here like the ESPN broadcasters and talk about that. So day, that's the hard it, part. It roast the, the contracts and stuff like yeah, that. We, we, we're, we're, not, we're employed by the league. So yeah. it's like, there's only so many, I so much it. you I can say. I'm not even sure if it's because of the league thing while you're not. It just, it's just, we haven't come to a spot yet where we can talk about people's salaries. So it's like, yeah, it, the reason why they're so, they're just, it's so open in other sports and things like that. So it's not us, them dropping bombs. It would be us like basically Dropping the bomb on someone's livelihood—that's not—that's not right. It just puts you in a spot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in NFL, those guys are getting paid bands and stuff, and like, so, so it's a little bit different. But we will get to that point one day. Um, I hope so. I, but back to the original point, I do want to see trades, public information, because I think that's—I agree, Miles. super important. Yeah, I agree. Super that as important. Well. Yeah, if it's not public knowledge, it isn't fair game, hundred um, percent. But let's talk about Huntsman a little bit. Uh, before the hey. show, I said to you guys, in my opinion, I think it was the best they've looked. I thought they looked great. Uh, I wasn't totally sold on the change. Now I am. I think that they're unbelievable. I think solidified, like, one of the best teams in the game. Like, they're, it's, they're in that discussion. They all have two wins. It's, like, even across the board for me. Like, I, I think I have, like, I, on any day, one of, those tournaments can, one of those teams can win a tournament. Empire, Phase, Huntsman. They look nasty. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I, I, I'm also worried about Honeymoon. I'm always worried about that. Whenever teams make a change, like honeymoon period is always a thing. It just, yep. it just is. Um, but I feel like Prestini is a special case in the fact that he's teaming with his brother again. So you feel like for him, his own mental, like he's just going to get better. He's going to be more comfortable. I think Alec is going to have maybe someone who might listen to him more. After I, I did an interview on um, on one of the, the CDL podcasts, we actually had Alec on and he was like, dude, like, it's crazy. Like, just trying to fix problems is so, so hard on that team. It's like no one listens, like, arguments all the time. Uh, so I hope Prestini adds a little bit of structure in that regard. But, I mean, yeah, we have three top teams. To your point, I think any could win on the day. 
Um, but I was kind of already sold on Huntsman. I thought they were a good team. Um, you know, I think they're better with Prestini. No, I, I, I think I they're think still. They are. I think I don't, still, I don't think there's any way. I to think say they're that. Still good. I, don't, I don't. I don't really think there's any way. I just think it's the best they've looked because yeah. of one. They also, they, they also didn't play a tournament with the other two top yeah. teams at least. On, like you know what I mean, without that's a good argument. Now I see how they play. Oh, they did what they had to do. They didn't go to a game five, so they definitely looked good. Prasini was good. Like he played his role. Boy, he's a great player. He, I yeah, just he's a world champ. He's a great player. Right. He, he provides the rest of them with some bait, some like you know what I mean. Like he just goes super fast at all times. It looked really good. I was surprised at how well they played in search. To be honest, that, that yeah, just forming the team that was that was the most impressive thing to me that they were able to just be so good at search so quickly. They just looked but, like a really well-rounded team, but also like the one thing I really noticed like heavily was how good formal was playing this tournament, bro. Like he actually was disciplined playing his role as an AR, like, and they used to have problems with that, like with him and Alec and not knowing who was going to run what, but yes. So what you said in the chat, like formal looked comfortable. And like, I just thought that they looked like a team, bro. For the first time, even with gunless at times, they didn't look like a team. They looked like a team this weekend. And that was like what impressed me. And every single match, they got better and better as it went on. So like, I think that's why I think they look better is because everybody looked good in their role. Like, it wasn't like one player taking over to win them a game or get them out of it. Like, everybody was doing their thing. And when a team's like that, with that much talent, like, they're fucking nasty. So I think that that's why I said they look better than they did before. My personal opinion. What was their, what was their road that they went through? So I think that, that, like, as far as that tournament goes, they went through a pretty good road, right? They beat... It was, like, as hard Paris, as it could be without the other team. Paris, who's, like... Just horrible now, but you know that. <laughs> All right, whatever. They're in. They're in the road. Then who they beat? Minnesota. That's a good team. Yep. Um, uh, New York. New York. Right? And then London. Three, who was yeah, looking three really Minnesota. Three one New York. Beat London. Like they beat a ton of teams who had just made their change, who were on the upswing. Like it was like as good as a tournament win as you could have without Phase and right. Empire they being just, there. Basically, if they would have beat Optic in the first round or something, that's like the best that you could have. That's not. Yeah. The teams that are that that's oh. not Dallas and Atlanta, basically. So they, they did what they had to do. They beat some good teams. I I think that road was pretty pretty tough. Like, if you actually gave me that road and told me that they were going to have that road beforehand, I wouldn't have said that they would have won, probably. And I wouldn't have Wait. said that they would have won that easily. Wait, who would you have said would have won? I, 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 I think they were happy I for it. New York was going to would be. I would just so. think it was too many tests, and they would fall. That's what I was saying. Like, 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 uh, but, okay. But they, look, but they look great. Not like, like, I think they're bad. They just also just formed their team, which is also part of Honeymoon and whatever, and I thought they would lose some more searches. It's not like it's not a slight sure. towards the huntsman. It so just they, feels like they've gotten like just better at the game, like all of them. Like not just adding Prasini to it. Like it feels like they've learned, like they've progressed, like their practice has actually been like paid off. Like what, even with the practice that they had before, like they added Prasini to it and he fit into their system. And it's like the shit that they were preaching. Maybe Prasini is doing it, and like it just all of them felt com- look comfortable because Formal was great, Scump was great, Arstes was great as usual, Envoy was doing his thing. Like everybody was good. So I'm really excited for them That's fair. going forward, bro. Really excited. But London also looked a lot better. A time. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they <laughs> did. Uh, Trey played really well. I mean, they. I think that they're also the whole, you know, honeymoon period situation. Like, <laughs> they picked up a guy, started playing. Yeah. They felt super confident going in. I mean, good well, for them. I want to see. I want to see how they they do going forward. You know what I mean? I feel like I they're only to agree with that. Right? Who they play? They played. London Gorillas or London Gorillas, holy crap! Uh, LA Gorillas, <laughs> Optic in the semifinals. Who else did they beat? Seattle. 
Did they beat oh, Seattle? No, they didn't beat Seattle, right? No, they didn't beat Seattle. They beat, um, why am I forgetting? I mean, they probably, they probably they beat, beat New Seattle. York. They no, beat... they would have beat Seattle. <laughs> they beat New York. So that's a, those are like, they have yeah. a couple quality wins in there too. So, Huge wins. And they 3 0 and they 3 0 New York too. Yeah. All right, so they look and pretty good in that. Dylan's back, bro. Dylan was Dylan back this left. weekend. No, no, he nah, never left. No, 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 no. Dylan was not horrible, but like yeah, that Dylan that we saw this weekend right. was not here, bro. The, Dil- he the Dylan we saw this weekend was that Dylan that we're used to from last year. That's he the difference. Nasty, bro. I'm dating the kid and he'll be fine. He's nasty. I think he's really good. I'm excited for them. I, I, I like Trey a lot, and I was really sad that he wasn't on a team, so I'm really happy that he's back. Um, but the same thing, guys, the same thing I said before last episode. I was like, I think they'll get better. I think they'll ascend, you know, get close to that top mark, and they'll make it to some finals. But we've seen this formula before. They never win that finals when they're there. Not true. I mean, when, IW playoffs. I, I'm talk, hey, we're talking about scraps. Nice. We're talking about scraps and in, in the and these guys. Yeah, like, I know. I'm just. Never, I'm, come get on, there. You're, 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 you had to get you're one. Killing me, bro. You're, you come on, like Wait, is that the only Euro championship. Uh, North American soil, yeah. Yeah, they North get American there, bro, soil. and they That's don't the only win. Euro championship. E- e- EGL eight, brother. Yeah, I knew that. Want some fugues. <laughs> <laughs> TCMOG championship, and they were snaking their ass off. <laughs> All right, yo, let's try to breeze through some of these topics so we can get to the call-ins. We've been okay. chatting, bro. It's been fun though. It has been um, easy. All right, uh, here's a quick one. Does this help the gorillas? Saints for Spart? The rumor? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Saints is an infinitely better Call of Duty player than yeah. Spart, and that's not saying like much. Saints has been a pro for uh, ever, oh, like since like MW two. Like he's been up there for a long time, or something like that. Like he's this is not this should this does not come as a shock to anyone involved. I but don't like think so. what are they trying to save though? You know, like the team's mean? chalk. Like the team's chalk. Like do, do, don't, you, never, I don't, think, I don't, think, don't you think you just develop develop. Talent now, like keep him in there and develop him more. Come on, you know that is not how it works. <laughs> I mean, and I every that's team, what their plan was, though. Every team is at champs, too. Yeah. So, like, uh, that's if the they team, actually that's the improve, changer. yeah, that's a game changer. If they, if they uh, actually improve, not which point, they good will, didn't think about you had a bunch of kills to their team from Spart. Like, they could actually get good and, like, and win some more matches. Yo, look at the chat. Spart has a point for KD and SD. Get him uh, out of here. You gave this kid some time. He's a project. It didn't work. Get this kid to fuck up out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. He's cheap. All right. So, well, I guess we could skip the next topic because we kind of talked about it already. But the leak of uh, Colt, the leak Charlie Intel tweeted Cold War today, the next game. They're like (sighs) Summit Slums, Fire Range, and Jungle are coming back. Completely chalked if it's, unless it's uh, 4v4. You can't play. I don't know. I don't know. Here's why, okay? okay. So now, like, bear with me. Now I know <laughs> we've had slums in the past, right? And it was a Treyarch game. Can't play five v five. Done. But no, no, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Just, 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 just let me, let me, let me, let me, let me break it down, okay? So this year, IW released a ton of maps, like old maps called four maps. They changed them completely, right? Like, there's new lines of sights, there's new areas on the map, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. To me, they didn't do it right, where it felt like it was the old map. If there was a developer that I would trust to do it correctly, change things up to kind of make a 5v5 spawn system work, I would I would give that benefit of the doubt to Treyarch. Well, wasn't this so game? I think, wasn't the, the map was in the last game, though? Right, but I don't think I don't think they will have like had the time necessarily to do everything they would want to do. If these are coming out like straight off the rip and it's a big thing where they're announcing like old maps are right. coming back, 
bro. I, I give them benefit of the doubt. We, we just need new good matches. Black Ops Two Dimensions, and then with that, are we also getting the movement that goes along with those yeah. games? So that, so that's the these maps thing, right? don't work with certain movement involved. Like if you could just slide corners, you break certain areas in the map that are crucial. Like if you could just slide into blue one slums, that sh- that shit is no longer a power position. <laughs> no longer, you no longer have to hold it. You know what I mean? Like he's in blue. Okay, slide, bang. Next problem. Like these this maps completely change if that's the case. Yeah. So if it's a, full, if it's a franchise I, reboot, you imagine Black Ops Four maps. You have well, there's like almost nothing on these maps. Black Ops Four, like frequency. Think about you kind of just have like one head glitch over, or heady over here, one heady That's over true. here, and nothing in the middle of the map. If that was a classic COD without stem and movement, think about how bad that map would be. Is. Terrible. Like how the hell am I supposed to get over there? <laughs> you know I mean, like how do I get over there? It does not work. Like it, he just standing there and just killing us over and over and over and over. You have to, like these things have to suit whatever game you make, so that it, it that is a huge factor in going towards Cold War. I pray it's Cold War, so I pray there's no like sliding into fights, diving into fights, dolphin diving bro. into fights. I don't know, like, be, none, bro. None of that. None of that. Like hopefully, bro, us, right? nah. I, I think I think they give us the dolphin dive, like the old school dolphin dive, where you can that would be awesome. Do anything where you're, you're stuck, like you're in an animation. There's no shooting while diving. There's no none of that nonsense. Uh, to me, I think that would be the the best movement mechanic. Is well, sliding like to your point, sliding straight through is. Ick. You know what, no, guys? I think that this topic is uninteresting because we have no idea what the next developer what they're going to do, and the See, amount of times I've tell heard. Me, tell the, me how you really feel. The, well, I mean, it's just true, and the amount of times I've heard. Well, I think if there was a developer that could do it, would be this, and it hasn't been done. It's been way too many. So I'm just going to hope for the best, and you know they'll figure it out. Shout out to Joe DeLuca. They'll figure it I'm out. Bring Blitz back. Had no oh, one okay. at that guy's faded. All right, oh, so this was fun to watch. You guys want to do say, that? Shit was tired to watch. Would you guys like to do call-ins now, Ben? John? Sure. sure. Do we have Do we have uh, other Ben around? Oh yeah, is Phase Ben here? If Phase Ben is here, I'm requesting your presence in the Discord, and we're gonna do call-ins. Um, if you guys would like to call in, join the Discord. Guys, join the Discord, exclamation point Discord in the chat, and join the call-in channel. Oh, we have a bunch of people already in here. Let's go. Awesome. Badger, right. I agree. Uplink is by far the best third game mode we've had in a long time, but it does not work on the ground. We tried that. It's called Green Iron. <laughs> that shit did not work, brother. It does not work. That Holy is absolute crap. garbage. It just... <laughs> it was a good try. It was a good try bringing it back. It didn't work. I want Sabotage to come back, but... The only problem with sabotage is the overtime system in sabotage is horrible. I don't know how, and that's a tough fix. I don't know how to fix that. But sabotage is an amazing game type. Yeah, I don't know if you can either. Like, all right. So we have our first calling, and it is Spaceman. Spaceman, welcome. Spaceman. What's your question, my guy? All right, all right. So. You guys have been talking about Rocker, and of course the, the thing is, you know, it's, it's about who, not when. But my question is, if we look at London and they don't make it back to a finals, do we look at them the way we look at Rocker and say they need to make a change? Because we're asking a lot for Rocker to make that change based on the results, but London's kind of in a similar situation. What do you guys think? Uh, okay, well, one, to be clear, we are not, by me and me and Ben did not say that. That was Ant. <laughs> they're not in a similar situation. They're not, yeah, I was going to say, it's they the middle of the season, they first, made a change. They just played their first tournament, they just made a change, whereas Rocker have been the same the whole time, so you, can't, you have a much larger body of work to look at. They're not in the same situation. Yeah, I, I think, don't think that if London were to get like knocked out in the before bracket play, I don't think you make a change. You're not looking at them to make a change already. 
you have to wait, you have to get more body work and see who they lost to, how they lost. All these things matter before you start talking about that. So, Jason, I'll be honest, shitty question, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, thanks for the question, my guy. Take Appreciate it easy. It, have a wonderful night. Have you never watched that the call in? He's the most toxic person I know. No, I have. Have you I not have. watched Stephen A's call-in show or like when Charlotte Rain does it? They just wrote, if it's a dumb question, they call it out. It doesn't matter who it is. They call them out. If I ask a dumb question, tell me it's a stupid fucking question. And I'll, and I'll be like, my bad. Maybe he meant Paris, bro. We don't even talk about Paris. I feel like no one gives a shit about Paris. I'm so sorry. I mean, I mean, he's not. Do wrong. you give a shit about Paris, Ben? <laughs> Tell me right now. You're casting Paris versus whoever you're like. Yo, <laughs> my guy Curtis. <laughs> Yo, what's up, Curtis? <laughs> Welcome to the show. What's your question? All right. Um. So Seattle had run Pander, but they. I don't think. Do you know if they considered ever running Proto? I've seen that question asked. Uh, I, saw, oh. I saw people talking about that on on the subreddit, and it's weird because they a lot of people are saying, "Oh, you know, the player they're they're looking for the type of player is basically Proto, and they have Proto sat there." To my knowledge, I don't think they have played with him. Pack, you may know better than me I in that. I don't think that's exactly. They definitely haven't played with him, but he's saying have they like thought about it? There's no way for us to know that. But if uh, got a tremendous he, he would get he would get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> At this point, you may as well, right? Yeah, like, like, like I would have said good. hell no in the past, but like now, like, you would get smoked, and then you guys would be in the same situation. But like, why did you guys pick this guy up? Like, it wouldn't make it easier for anyone else. I don't know. Panda at least has had a lot of time to practice with the pro team and pr- play against yeah. pros. Not you, you could also say Proto has been at a higher level than Pander. Because you can think about that E6 team and... Oh, yeah, you, know, you can easily yeah. argue that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah, Proto might have a top four placing somewhere in there. What? Actually, no. I think he does. Oh, yeah, uh, I think he does. Like six or something. I think he does. I think he does. I think Win! Hey, um, hey, yeah, no. with a... No, actually, I think it was with E6. Hey, yeah. W? Let's see. If it was, I, I'm trying to think of the only time he could have had. Uh, it, it, would, it would have to be. It would have to be an IW or something with the E6 or something like that. That would have to be it, right? There's no yeah, in AW. Their highest placing was third, and I remember their team was like Exib, Emruiz, General, and Cade. So there's no, there's no Emruiz there. Or there's no uh, Proto there. IW they got fourth. Yeah, either way, either, either way, I do agree with you that he, you can argue that he's played at a higher level than Proto for sure, or than Pander. Yeah, he got fourth place at uh, Anaheim with uh, Space Lee Fellow in Black Ops 4. Wait, what? In Black Ops 4. No, that's the oh. open. No, that makes open sense. Open bracket. No, I'm just, looking, I'm, just looking at, I'm just looking at his placings. I'm trying to see. I, I have to be he, IW. Look at IW. That has to be it. I'm in order by placing, so I can't. Top six in IW? Yeah, that's why I say top six in IW. I said yeah, that. Yeah, oh, right. he, never, he, never, he never got top four. He only got top six. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was right. Thank you. Bow down to my infinite knowledge. But My apologies. My apologies. It wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's gotten like he's gotten like top six a bunch. He's only gotten top four in open tournaments, but he's been he's been like yeah, he's played at the like that argument is there a hundred percent. Yeah, that argument is there. Uh, I don't know why you'd play with him or Pander over Enable though. So <laughs> there's also that because Enable has placings in multiple games and yeah, multiple sure. titles and multiple FPSs yeah. that are all way better than either of their best placings. 
Yeah, to answer Mine. your question though, I think you might. Fuck it, you can yeah. try. Um, it. Right, yeah. Um. Ask a bonus question. Um. What happened to John? Oh. Uh. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Honestly, yeah. I don't know. Y yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, Curtis. Uh, Thank you for the question. You too. <laughs> you didn't even ask me to get a bonus question. I like that. You said bonus question? Like, did you earn you said a bonus? bonus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bonus round, boys. You said uh, bonus question. What happened to John? I went, don't know what to tell you, brother. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I respect the hustle right there. I don't know what you talking about. No. bonus points. Uh, I don't want to butcher your name. So yeah. can you pronounce it for me? Chit. Chit. Just say chit. Shit? Chit. Yeah. Oh, chit. Chit. I was like, oh, <clears throat> What's good, chit? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. All right. So my question is a bit more of a debate. Um, I know this weekend might have kind of hindered the argument, but um, I think that if it wasn't for T2P and the relationship that Scump and Formal have with each other, and obviously you wouldn't drop Formal, Formal should have been dropped instead of Gunless, going into past cards Ooh. and the history that should have been made. That's a bold-ass statement to start a debate. It's That's not <laughs> So, real quick, hold on, I will say there's not, an argument oh. for you there. There's an argument for you there because of the oh. AR problem. There's an argument for you there. But, like... You don't. You just don't do that as the owner of that team. <laughs> no, no, no. Definitely can't do that as the owner. As if you're running the Huntsman, what? from a per, from a pure just gameplay perspective, if you just X's and O's and that's all there is to this, mm -hmm. you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I that's what I said. I said there's a huge, there's a huge argument there. One of the best ARs in the world because he's not a better AR than Alec, right? Like in oh. this game, and. He's not as good as Gunless with the alternatives. So, like, yes, we're, like what you said, X's and O's. Yeah. If you're just looking at the roster on paper, no followings, nothing like that, no chemistry, dynamic, nothing. Yeah, right. you could have you could have gotten rid of formal. Um, right, but there's way more that Problem goes. Yeah, Problem is, way, way yeah I get, I get that. So, cause but like, you don't get rid of formal. Personalities. Yeah, the personalities, the, the following. You, you never uh, I will say that's a, that's a great question. Though. That is a good question. That is a that's good a great question because it's like a hot take, but at the same time, there's actual logic behind it. So I respect that. That's a good question. I it's just, yeah. If someone wants to get a bonus, it would be this guy. Yeah. That was a <laughs> great do, you want, do you want a bonus question, Chit? Um, okay, real quick. Um, you guys said that Blitz would be chalked in this game, but it would actually be the perfect third game mode for the Whoa! You're invalidated <laughs> everything you had going for you. No, I wouldn't. Let me finish. Let me finish real quick. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. If you, if you actually, like, think about Modern Warfare, Blitz was asked because you could sneak through and just dead silence your way through the base, but you can't do that in this game. You have to wait for your daddy to get popped. So it'd be a, a smart play. No. Yeah, she got, on, it's man. a smart player. It makes it, it worse. It won't happen as often. Nah, it honestly Blitz makes it worse. This wasn't just... No. Wasn't just How does that make it worse? No, it wasn't. You fought... And most of the time, you, you, you fought your way to a spot, except for on Octane, where you just ran back and forth. You had to fight your way to a spot, and then, like, you can sneak from certain spots. Right. Smokes, thermal. And it shouldn't be... A respawn shouldn't be based on sound, What map are you playing Blitz on in this game? Although, although, wait, wait, wait. To Chit's credit. To Chit's credit. It'd be way more fucking entertaining to watch. So the I was been lit. Okay. No, wait, no. Dom's been lit. The last Dom's tournament, the last two tournaments, Dom was lit. Bro, 
It's Blitz is not a perfect thing in anything ever. Ever. No. Blitz is Same not a Okay. I agree I, with Marty in the chat. Game three should just be a, a gulag. Four of you or five of five gulag. <laughs> Throw them all in a gulag. Yeah. But uh yo yo chit, thank you for the question, my guy. Yeah. Good yeah. first question at least. Yeah, that was a great yeah. question. <laughs> I like Blitz. Blitz. Blitz should fucking stoop. Next. Alright. Uh <clears throat> oh, if you guys got questions, by the way, exclamation point. In the uh, call in in the chat and join the Discord. Ben looks at it as just from a complete caster point of view, bro. Like, what? It'd be more fun. Absolutely. Of course. <laughs> Yo, my guy, Cheek. What's your name? Cheek. Stop, boys. <clears throat> What's your name? Sorry. How are you doing? Cheek. Cheek. I'm doing good, boys. Where you at, yeah, man? man. I'm, I'm downstairs. I mean, Chit says the guy you just spoke to was my twin brother. And, uh, oh. Oh, yeah, what? Man, he was the one who called Pac-Man trash. So you missed a charge pack. I'm sorry. <laughs> but that, um, nah, I actually respect Pac-Man. I love him to go in Modern Warfare. Best player in the game. Wait, Set who's the goat? But yeah, Pac-Man, he's a goat, man. He's actually fathered a lot of COD kids, like Looney, Attach. Right? He's actually taught a lot of the COD kids. Um, not wrong. Way, so. And your Pac, I mean, how much are you paying this guy? Nah, I mean, he, he is. He is low-key. He's low-key. Week. A little bit of goat. You know, um, general manager of rides and um, fucking World War Two. And if X wasn't a thing, rides probably should have won champs. But you see, bro, the people that the watch the podcast are the best COD fans, bro. You guys are just we so have, knowledgeable. We have, real, we have real knowledgeable people out here. We have smart. Uh, we don't have toxic. Like we have real people I'll, here, bro. Oh, oh. all right, continue. <laughs> all right. Well, my oh, question, yeah. boys. Oh, yeah. uh, rank these duos in order. Yeah. Okay. Simp and Abizi, Scump and Formal. Apes and TP, and Karma and Quim. Oh my god. Oh, that's, that's, right. that's easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's easy. Right, that's easy. Right, okay. There's longevity involved with them. Yeah, Apes and TP, number one. That's just uh, until a duo can surpass what they achieved, in my opinion, they'll be number one for quite some time. Uh, second, I think you could argue either just... Scump or Formal, Karma or Krim. I, I think Karma that's and Krim are a duo, though, bro. I think Simp and Abizi are stone dead last, unless you argue that Common and Krim aren't. I mean, there's longevity, right? Yeah, you have to talk about Here's like, my thing. Scump and Formal. Oh, I didn't finish his list. Damn. Oh, didn't he not just finish it? <laughs> he literally just finished it. Well, are, are we, are, as, a, as, a, as a three, are we are we putting um, Krim and Karma uh, in this list or no? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, do you call them a duo, though? I don't, I don't have them I as a duo. duo. I, don't, I don't think of them as a duo, personally. No. Uh, Pat, do you? Yeah. They've been on the same team for they were on the same team for four years. Why not? All right, all right, fine, fair enough. Uh, so I'll go Aches Deep, Scump Formal, Comma Crim, Simpa Beasy. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Go ahead, Anna. Um, Scump Formal number one, Aches Deep number two, uh, Simpa to Beasy three, and then I'll put Karma and Crim uh, at the bottom because I don't think they're a duo. All right, well, if we're talking pure ability, what? if we're talking pure what, I just feel like I got finessed. Yeah, I mean, because I. Don't, I, I, don't, I, don't, I Never mind. I don't really, I don't really <laughs> agree with either of you, but it's fine. I was coming for number one, bro. Ability and dominance, number one duo. Right, but right. Simp and Abizi, dominance-wise, what it, would you want longevity, them to be? Like, back back longevity, my brother. Longevity. Yeah, back These guys split up, and they're back on the team now, and so they're winning. I don't, have them, I don't have them number one, but I have well, them hold on, wait, I want number to, one. Before you give yours, before you give yours, before you give yours, yeah, I, want to, I want to hear what Pax is to see if yeah, Pax agrees with you. Uh, number one's X and T. Yep. Number two, Scump and Formal. Number three, Simp and Abizi. 
number four, number four, the last one, Karma and Crime. If we're talking pure ability, just pure ability, I might, I would have to put like a BZ and Simp at one, probably one or two with with Scump and Formal. That'd be tough because of the errors. I don't know. They if you put those, if, you, if they play, if they were allowed to play Jetpack at the same time, like Simple's. They were actually both absolutely fucking disgusting at Black right. Ops. We would never even be able to see. But Ace and Team, there was a time period where they were legitimately going to tournaments and everyone knew their team was going to win. So I, it's for me, formal, yeah. I don't, I mean, they had they had a game, right? Their AW was their best game. And even at that time, there was another team that had yeah, the upper hand. beat them. FaZe had the upper hand yeah. on them. With the other team, with, with Cole EG, no team had the upper hand on them and everyone oh, knew. Oh, like, shit. I just deleted a whole game out of my memory. Ace and Team were running Black Ops 1 for a bit, too. That's what I'm saying. That I was about oh, to say Yeah, I think I put them and Scum and Formal equal one number. Those are just the two best duos. Equal. I don't think That's I got to put one above the other. <laughs> that, was, that wasn't the question, man. You can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> tie people in first. Well, That's not how it so, works. So you know your reason for X and TP being they went into the games. They're the GOATs. Like, they're the number one team to beat. You still put Scum and Formal at the top, even though they went into three champs with the GOATed team. And plays what top eight or six? I like it. Well, that's what they've, they've done. done. I get your argument, but Black Ops Three, they were not and, the best. Envy was the best team. You are, yeah. Oof. But like they went AW, in. AW was the only game where I actually was like, yeah, they're just gonna win. They should have won. Yeah, they were, they were the best yeah. in AW by far at that especially at that time. I'm like, they're gonna win, and then they just they they literally shit the sheets. That's another thing. I don't think the X and T teams ever like went somewhere where they were expected to do something and then shit the sheets. That never happened. They they lost sometimes they lost to Ant's team at like a PAX, but that was like such an outlier. They went and won everything else. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. and they were still second place. It wasn't like they got knocked out top eight. Like exactly. when, when they went to an event, people were legitimately. Scared. I can I can tell you for about a year and a half of my life, I got every single prediction correct. Because I just <laughs> I picked Ace and teams. It was the yeah. easiest thing in the world. Like you knew they were going. There was no doubt. I hate that argument. That argument is can, fucking bullshit. Wait, which which argument? Uh, it, the whole like there was no comp and like it's Black relative Ops to your time. Right? That's what I was gonna say. Like it's that's, that's the argument. Like, is, is, is the worst cool. argument ever. It's, it's relative to your time. It's for gays. You can exactly. only be as so good as the people around you, bro. Or like, exactly that. If you're the best. You can only be that good. Like it's just not. It's relative to but your yeah. time, bro. Trust me. If you the, played them, if you played them, you know they're fucking like the team was fucking disgusting. You weren't just showing up and beating complexity. There was there was not. There was no comp. I said this last time, bro. The best player I've ever played against in my life was Crim6 in the first half of Ghost. That was the best player ever in Call of Duty, ever, for me, personally. The best player I ever played? No bullshit. The first half of Ghost was disgusting. Was, That's when he dropped Oof, 20 and 30. Oof and AW, the first time I got, like, his, like, yeah, circle he was, shot. He was I'm up like, there, bro, too. what the fuck is this kid? I just, like, <laughs> what kind I of I just thought that he was just out movement, beaming my shit. Yeah. I just thought Crim yeah, yeah. was different in terms of, like, game knowledge and actual skill. Is I've never I played with somebody that, that I mean, great. we're both on the same page. We both... Think I know I, AW is fucking horrible. It was just yeah. that he was the hardest player I ever had to kill. But when it came to like smarts and stuff, Krim and like late Black Ops Two, early early Ghost was yeah. by far the best player. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we all agree Krim is the greatest player of all time, right? I think that's the most dominant player in the history of COD is that Krim for that year. Yeah. Is like yeah that that like that twelve months late. The fact that Krim wasn't on a team at the end of uh, Ghost is crazy. <laughs> Like, that should happen. I was so happy. Like, we probably, like, if they figured out their situation, like, it would have been, they would have been beating us. That's a problem. Trading. Yeah. yeah, like, that would have been our only comp. Like, they figured out their situation. But, yo, thank you for the question, uh, Cheat. Good question. No problem, guys. Enjoy. Yep.
Uh, do we have another one? Do we have any more? I don't know. I don't think so. I see questions in your chat. Yeah, we can answer questions in the chat. In the chat? Uh, in, your, in the Discord. Let me ask Facebook. Better then. team. Yeah, yeah. Any other so questions? Yeah, we got a question from Turtle. Unfortunately, uh, he's unable to talk, but he wanted me to ask a question on his behalf. Which was the better team? Impact in Black Ops 2 or Optic in AW? Oh, Optic in AW. Optic in AW. Optic in AW. Free, brother. Not even close. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Impact, even. Impact were a good team, but Optic in yeah, AW was just different. Like, a, like, I would say two to three months, maybe? Bro. Optic AW <laughs> most going into champs. Months, though, to be fair. No, yeah, that's there are people that didn't even. Yeah. There are people that didn't know if they were going to lose a map going into champs in AW. That's how dominant Optic was going into champs, and then they lost. And then they lost the whole thing. But like they went to a preland and didn't lose maps, bro. I remember talking to T and those guys. Yeah. Like, we couldn't beat them. There was a they won the X Games that year against Phase in the finals, and I think they lost one map the entire tournament. And that was a best of sevens. Yeah. Wild. Five. <laughs> yeah, that was that was their game of all the times where everyone talks about the optic dynasty when i think that maybe it's a little bit overhyped aw is not overhyped they were actually fucking godlike at that game yeah i just that the reason i don't remember it correctly is i deleted that game out of my memory bro so i don't remember their reign. <laughs> i don't really i i would just i don't remember it bro like i i truly don't remember like no bullshit i deleted that game out of my memory it was so bad that i just forgot it i hated it every moment. what was your what was your highest placement that year i got like uh i placed well times top six i think i got top four at x games yeah i did actually yeah i got fourth at x games like i had like, good placings i but like the game was so horrible that i deleted it out of my memory I'll take <laughs> that game, man. There's like, there was actually like no point to actually practice with your team in that game. I've never seen anything like that. You could actually just find Go the up. four players that were shooting the straightest at the time and then just say, let's play Detroit Hardpoint. And then you guys could just dash around. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even bullshit. You didn't even have to practice. It was a traumatic year. I think I deleted on my memory because it was a traumatic year for me. I went from teaming with like Clay, um, fucking formal Merc and players like that, JCAP. To all the way in Zuma and Saints, and then I ended up with like Sharp and Gunjar and Theory at the end yeah, of the year. Other name in the dirt more. Well, I know, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying though. No, no, but like I think that was just traumatic year. Like that's why I deleted it out of my mind. It was just a bad year for you. That makes sense. Optic AW best team of all time. No complexity, best team of all time. Yeah, I knew I liked back for a reason. I'm just, I've been saying that. I've always, I've always said that. I've, I've always said that, and everyone always roasts me for it. And it's like, well, my opinion. Like, just you're, my opinion. You're, you're gonna, in general, get roasted for non-optic opinions, even if you're not roasting the oh, optic. Oh yeah, it's a problem. It's like, like, I still think the optic team, right? The optic team is absolutely disgusting. So, yeah, so talented. I, I just said that, and then someone goes, "The only part they heard was me saying the overhyped thing," because <laughs> of people like that person. You know what I mean? Right, right. bro. You can. Look- <laughs> You can literally say something good about the Huntsman and get fried. Dude, <laughs> did you did you see my bias thing? I, I tweeted about that the guy that called me bias. Oh, so yeah. so this is a this is a fun fact. This is true. About maybe 10 ish times in, in my career casting over up to gaming or Huntsman now, I have been called bias for and against them in the same map. How is that possible? <laughs> like can you like like I like to to wrap your head around that. It's just incredible. Like, yeah, there's just idiots incredible. out there, bro. We, we were talking about this. Imagine, like, 
You know, what's your favorite soccer team, Ben? Manchester United, by far. Imagine commentating a, a Man U game and, like, roasting Man U. Like, saying something bad about them. Or not even bad, just, like, on the fence. Like, your mentions are going to be destroyed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just the fans, I don't know, man. Sometimes they just, I just, I stopped caring about it. I used to, you used to tell me that all the time, but now I just, like, fuck just, it. I, I don't care. It's just I think that it's one, that one narrative has thing been a thing where it's just, like, for sure. <sighs> Learning not to care what the people had to say to you after everything you had to say. Holy shit. Man, I like it's it hard to so that the denial French team should like switch up their roster or whatever I said. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they end up playing it and becoming better. But like after that time, people like, problem. how could you fucking say that? What? They just fucking I, suck. You you guys have you guys have it harder though because it's like your job. Like <laughs> what? Yo, the funny thing was is I wasn't like a part of that when John said it because I think I was sick. I was actually at home and I saw it. And I remember thinking, "Oh shit!" And that actually became a big problem. <laughs> like, like management stuff actually got mad at John for saying that. And like the funny thing is, I was in my head. I was like, "He's fucking right. They're ass." You know what I mean? <laughs> He's actually, right? They're ass. I think it's just you can't say certain things or they'll they'll the fans but will come the, for your brother. That's to the point we made earlier on, though, right? Like we're employed by the league. Like, if you were employed by the league, you could probably get away with saying... There's not even an argument. You could just say your opinion. Right, you could say your opinion. It'd be as simple as that. Like, we all probably have pretty controversial takes on maybe a couple of teams here and there, but we just can't say them. Shit, what if we could? But uh, I think we have... You're right, absolutely right, Ben. Um, I think we have one more question. There's somebody in the general channel, Ben. Can you grab him? We have a we have a bunch. You might just pick one. Oh yeah, just drag him in if they're if you better them already. Ben is allowed uh, down to talk still. Oh yeah, Ben, you want to go for like 15 more minutes? Yeah. We can go we can go for an hour, bro. All right, Hold, let me, wait, wait, before before you ask the question, let me get a beer before you ask the right, question. Yo, hold your question, Jason. Let me address address this guy in the chat. I might not have a job right now, and like, but it's been like two weeks. I may, I may at some point have to answer for some of the things I've said. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm, not, saying, I'm not like gone forever. Yeah. Wait, what are you you know? Someone trying to roast you in the chat pack? No, 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 no. You're saying that like, I can say whatever I want to say right now, which is not exactly oh. mean, true, but not exactly uh, true. Like, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I have, no, I have no idea what I'm doing later. I don't know if I'm going back to the desk or whatever, but eventually I, I won't be unemployed forever. That's all I'll say. Right, you're too Hope. smart for that. All right, well, Jason, now I hear you here. What's your question? Hey, guys. Uh, so my question is, what do you guys think it would take for S&D to be practiced more seriously by pro teams? Would it take maybe a multi-year COD or uh, just more rigorous coaching, I guess? I, I, as an S&D player, to me, it, uh, obviously I'm <laughs> not great at S&D, but it just always boggles my mind hearing that uh, pro teams will go months without even practicing S and D at the highest level. Uh, months usually fugues when people say that, but in general, you don't want to give away your strats in a game mode that doesn't is not very like strat intensive. If that makes sense. So once once I show you what I do, like the little things that I do, you're fucked. You know the little things that I do, so now you can adjust to them. So I'm not even if I practice against you, I'm not going to show you these things, which makes the practice essentially fake. So, so what about uh sorry to interrupt cod that has more like tactical usage and stuff like that before people scrim cod more often if that makes sense there'd have to be like how 
it's never gonna be like CS, but in CS there's so many different like nades and stuff you can throw before you ever do anything that it that you can practice. That's what I was gonna say. So and the strategy is the, yeah, it's like individual movement on the map. I'm not ch- I'm not going to where I go and showing you what I do at the timing I do it against well, the map. The strategy isn't advanced enough to need to do it yet. You don't need to do it. Honestly, you actually don't. I, I don't, I'm not in the camp that you need to practice this need that crate that much. It's bizarre you don't think to say. There are any I like good really like that that where it really benefited was ghosts. Like I felt like I was ahead of people in ghosts, but that's because there was like strong arm stuns and smokes and little things you could do to have a little bit of an advantage. But even then, like in other games. <laughs> You're not practicing AW search I mean, and getting any. A lot of what search is and what makes a good search team is players having good individual situational plays. Yeah. I agree That's with what that makes too. A good, good. You guys think FaZe yeah, yeah, has good strategies, but all those players are in like in their situational <clears throat> play and search is um, is unreal. I mean, they'll also win a gunfight. They're not supposed to win, which helps, right? Because then you have a man advantage. You use your numbers to get numbers. I for me, I think search evolved like quite some time ago into and I've had this conversation with Slasher actually, which was a really interesting one. Cause I, I remember I asked him, I'm like, look, this whole like wait for a first blood type game style, like where the hell did this come from? Cause it didn't used to be like that. Yes. You would obviously want to get first blood, but it never became play for a pick, right? That, that phrase really is only coming to call of duty over the past, what three, four years, maybe like pre pre four years ago, it was never play for a pick. You had an idea of what you were going to try and execute and you went for it. Everything changed, like, seemingly over a brand new title. And I think as soon as it became this play-for-the-pick kind of gameplay, you you can't practice that, right? Because you're adapting. You're, you're becoming yeah. reactive as opposed to being proactive. So, um, so I, I think that's probably one of the main reasons. So what Ben's saying is pretty much facts. And this is what happened with Call of Duty. Thanks, so, bro. Way back, in, way back in the day in COD, the way everybody played was you set all four of your players left, Mid, maybe double stack mid, one guy on the right side, and if it was a three-lane map. Everybody watched the lane, and you just played like that. It was simple. And then, that was like MW2 era, MW3. And then after that, the games actually became way more advanced. In Black Ops 2, like, we were EMPing trophies. EMP trophies. things oh. out. We were coordinating pushes. We were wall-banging certain spots to get people off bombs. And it was, like, consistent. Like, you had actually executed strats. You would extreme conditioning to one spot so you can get there fast enough just to get the info to get a burst in to damage them. Your teammate would clean them up. Like, there was real strats in Black Ops 2. It was really advanced. It was getting to a point where Search and Destroy, like, you could practice it. And you had strats that no other teams actually knew about that you could do. It was fucking wild, actually. We had players wall-banging Bro, trophies. The, the- the crossbow, the crossbow strat on raid. Yep. Remember when we saw that for the very first time? Like you bought the van as they're rushing and then yeah. you clean up. Oh, bro. It was, there was so and many then, things, whereas now the game just doesn't allow you to do it. And then, so, oh. so fast forward and then going into ghost, the strategy got even more insane. Uh, you know, depending on what the metas were, like you had incog pushes, you had thermals, you had strong arm stuns, you had rushes. Like that's when rush routes became like huge, right? Like stuff like that. And they were a legitimate strategy. And then we had advanced movement and the IQ of search and destroy just went out the window because you could hug each other's pockets and just fly around and trade. And then trading became like the most important factor of search and the tactical usage pretty much went out the window as well when um, when uh, jetpacks became a thing uh, after AW. Tactical usage was irrelevant and movement and everything now with no tacticals pretty much dominates search and destroy. So that's pretty much what happened. All right. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good question. I mean, that's really what happened, though. Like, I know, John, you played back when we had good search. It was fun. So it was oh, like- it was. It was a lot of fun. I mean, 
I don't know how he said. Ben in the chat says I call BS that you can't do that anymore, but you legitimately can't. Like what? There's nothing. Hey, I fork up on this. Give me a sec to defend myself. There's there, 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 there is no defending yourself. Questions in here, Ben. Okay. Think think Search about it. How how less hours people put in the game mode, especially a pro. Because, like, it doesn't aren't... matter. It doesn't matter if there's nothing already in so the game. They put less time in it because it's not as fun. Because it's ass. It, it's, not, it's not even about being fun. But if there's if there's nothing in the game which allows you to innovate. Like allows you to come up with something which is game changing, then what? Like, what's what's the point? There, there, there is no like, point. So players I, aren't going to play. Well, I, I think that goes to is kids at real tournaments, and I beat them in S and D when it's what they do at home. That's all they play, and our team had never even played it together. And we're just like, okay, let's do this, and we beat them in the S and D. There's just not enough to go over. Like, you just hit this direction, you watch that, and that's it. There's not enough to do on the maps for that to matter. So your your flex aside on that. Um, I think that's part of it, obviously, is reps, but the other thing is definitely GAs and not having a lot of utility to play, i.e. having two smokes. Especially in this map, when a, a place yeah, like it was hard to figure out one smoke to cross. They use two smokes in search and destroy. They don't, in pro level, for a team, you can use two yeah. smokes? I think it doesn't matter. But I think at, the end of, at the end of the day, just people aren't. Listen, how much pro search do you think teams are actually playing? One, two series a week max, if they're not grinding for an event? Ben, I, I'm, I completely disagree with what you're saying right now. I, I think that the way search is played right now, that no matter, like, yeah, you can put more time into it, but like, everybody's going to be doing the same strategies, Ben. Everyone. Is going to be doing well, the, the exact is, same strategies. It's like what you said too. It's not even the teams in general. It's like the, there's a certain thing you do. How many ways can you go A on our club as a, as like four people? Usually people have four people go towards A, yeah. and one guy watch their mid flank and their flank. Right? How many possible ways could you think you could run up this hill towards A? <laughs> and if you don't have your dead silence, you can't even do anything anyway. So it's like there, there are no other ways. There's just rock and ravine that you can jump on and look over at the bomb side and look over to the left. Blah blah blah. That right there it's how people use their individual decision making to make certain plays at certain times yes so individuals can try to put more time in but as a team you can't teach these things like when they're in those positions they have to feel up the game situational play that goes back that goes back to reps and the innovation on teams that don't have to sit there on default executes because they can fall back on players being able to make play and react to situations. This is the one time where, in theory, you make sense, but you've never played at a pro level, so you don't understand. No, I, I, I understand. I'm just saying that that just comes to the diversity of teams not building their system correctly around that, though, okay. and not having the reps the to fall back on. The game has to reward what you're saying, though, and the game in the current state doesn't reward that. So it's just – it's not. I personally don't agree with that. I mean, hey, I could be wrong, but you know, there, there's a reason they don't do it, and they're in the same understanding that I am. When I was still coaching, we played Paris on Arcloud S&D, and they did, like, the most cool shit as, that I've seen any team do. Like, they had five rush strats on defense on A. Like, they all five would hit A. They all five would do. They would all do some weird shit that other teams wouldn't do. And Optic still won the search. <laughs> it, was like, it, was like, it was a cool idea, but then they still walked around. Like, they, still, they tried some things. It actually would work out, but then they lost. But... At the end of the day, it's like I saw you guys. Yeah, so and pretty- then you're in a semifinal match and you lose that first round where you all do it, and then you're like, "Fuck, what do we do now?" Like, I, 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 I do you think I do think to answer this question though, like, if, if there was three searches in a series, players would probably practice it more, uh, and then you probably see people try and be more creative. But I still, I still believe that there isn't enough in the game as it is yep. to be creative anymore. Yep. I think that's just we don't have an EMP. I mean, we don't have like. It's just so much. We didn't even have dead it's, silence. Uh, the thing, the thing is, like, to, you don't even have dead sh- silence the whole time. Right. Strong arm, like extreme conditioning, th- things, things like that, which 
you could quickly change out your class like you could use it for minute advantages just for timings and you have to read the other team's timings you you then know what they've done just based off the, the timing maps. of how quickly they've got there the maps everything dude like yeah. it used to be so advanced and now it's like a watered down gaming mode what almost. different strategies are you going to do on petro like there's just that, that's um, the point right well, what the, can you do there was more of a chance for that when the game when the snd rounds were 2 minutes long in this game too yeah. I was at one minute, and at the minute only minute dynamic like, that that changes to what John's saying is that's like rotating back and forth on the map. It's the only dynamic that changes. Still, the tack you can bait push maybe, but yeah, like we, we don't like, see teams throwing fakes right now yet. They haven't totally figured out how to get people to to burn the utility. You, you are running out of time. London did and, it. And that's, that's the problem. Not two minutes. You got to be better at it. London did it good. Utility's not even like that important. You could you could do your like the most to burn out utility, but then in the end of the day, like if you don't get the positioning on the map, it doesn't really matter. And that's like yeah. burning out utility and throwing It's kind of like there's certain teams that do do that, but it doesn't. It's not that effective. London did it really, well. London did it well. I gotta say they they were doing it on our club. I, I liked it. Uh, that was I one of my favorite. Slasher does it pretty well too. Yeah. Well, just as an individual, I'm not sure what it was like coaching back to him, but it's not a strat. That's him seeing what's happening on the map. Sure. Yeah. And right. being like, all right, well, Isaiah going over there, you're gonna react to it. That's not a strat. That's yeah. something that you can't teach. That's why he's the guy that plays the late flank that spot out of the play position so he can react to your call outs. Because that's what I think Slasher's the best at. He reacts to your call outs and is like, I'm gonna come help immediately, or like, okay, you guys can rotate Dude, he's here. So, he's so quick yeah. at that. Yeah. It's actually it's crazy to watch his that number on not the map. A team. That is not a a yeah. strat there used to be strats like that. like that on warhawk we used to send a player uh to a he would wait and then he would throw a smoke and then we would all hit a right when he threw the smoke and it was like a cool strat and then you never knew if we were quick planning a or, or quick planning uh whatever the bomb was by dock because yeah, you would, or we going to their boss you would then because yeah, yeah. you throw the same smoke the next round and do the exact opposite yeah, so it was exactly. like a guessing game that, yeah. that's yeah. kind of what fave used to do on linen docks but the uh, maps and don't so that map works. That in this game ben so you can't yeah. do it in this game it's just way too hard but uh and you don't even have dead silence so like even if you wanted to those smoke and push <laughs> up and make a play afterwards you can't because uh, especially dead. at home when people have their sound cranked out to uh 13 yeah are you arguing against yourself ben get the but, next uh, question <laughs> i think we just convinced them bro. we're good i think we're done with questions i think that's it are we done so i think there's still not... one more guy no london london joseph yeah, let's take, let's take one more is that is he got a question? Bro, he's been, he's been sat there for like twenty it's, minutes. It's a, poor guy. It's a good question. Oh yeah, get him in. Yeah, oh, bring him in. We got nothing but time, nowhere to go. What's good, Landon? Good. How are you doing? Good. How about you? Doing pretty good myself. Um, the question I have, it's it's. I don't think it's a great question, but it is something I thought of. What team do you think had the greatest story in Call of Duty? Story? Yeah. Iw mm. uptick. Really. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you think it's probably a cop out answer, but the reason is a team that has a been around for so long, a storied name in the esport, yeah. um, had chances where they should have won, expectations that they should have won, failure to do so, and then to finally win in the fashion they did with the story of that year as well. Like to me, that's probably just one of the best, the best stories in Call of Duty esports so I far. I agree. I don't think anything even comes close to it. Honestly, I got a real soft spot for United. Uh, I mean, since rookie year, since rookie year is a great story, but I don't know if I would consider it. Better what, is your, what is your take on the United story? Um, well, 
you know, come on the hand. They're not just like the BO4 year in particular, from from like the moment they picked up Clay and everything they went to up until playoffs. I mean, they were and just they they finally the win, right? Yeah, they Sorry, picked what? up they picked up Simp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of like if they would have won. The story yeah. of E United no. and their drought. Page one picked up Simp. Simp. Page two, championship. <laughs> I mean, you're not other, wrong. They're already very good. Like, dude, that whole time, it's not like it's not like they weren't good. They were very good. Yeah. They just didn't win, but then they pick up Sam. I know IW, bro. And then the game, the game switched to, like, Sogs because of the patch. So yeah. it was like, I don't know if that's a crazy story. I mean, there's there's been cool stories, right? Like, the complexity EG era, that is a story, like, at that time, the most dominant Call of Duty team ever. Cool story. Uh, phase optic rivalry, the way that that started to develop over the years, the envy optic rivalry, the way that really started panning out. Like, there's been all of these really, really cool I mean, stories. Honestly, there's a lot, bro. Even like when Joe got dropped yeah. from optic and went to envy, that was a crazy story. Dude, when, when Scum got dropped from optic, joined envy, and then a day later yeah, went back to optic. Yeah. Like, yeah, like there's been, there's been some really cool stories. Like, like, if I can think of a single story, like a single time period. IW Optic has it has to be IW Optic. I just, I just with vision in the show, like he's in the chat. They were winning before that. They were winning like they won the tournament directly. They never won. They never won champs though. That to me is what made it special. They were supposed to win and choked. Like let's be honest, they choked. Right, exactly. So for for them to finally finally win, like they're stuck together throughout most of it, right? Right, and it's the organization too. Like this is one of the most storied organizations in our esports, if not. Most storied, like you, you go back to like I'm fear days, like, yeah. like when, go, when they're I'll, making I'll, YouTube videos. Like, wait, I don't know, it's too, it's too poetic. Man. Was, it's too poetic. Is the way they won champs was legendary. Yeah, like, what does that wait, mean? What? Formal dropped, like, just went ham. <laughs> like, isn't that the case for every team that wins champs? Like, okay, so let's go back. Black Ops 2, Haggy and Karma were going nuts. This may, this may be the, the opposite, but I mean, Pat were going crazy. AW, yeah. Clay and Tatch were going crazy. Black Ops 3, Slasher and John were going crazy. Like <laughs> I think we, we put that question to rest, bro. Do we are we all in agreement that it's IW Optic? Well, the only other one you could argue is EG at World War II. Yeah, in my opinion. Because that was nuts. Yeah, but that was but, just, the thing is That's not a better story. I hate I hate hating on them because they did what they had to do. They threw out optic on their way. Like that that's that to me is crazy in itself. But their bracket was just so fucking. <laughs> uh, the bracket right. of peace. We need to get to the clown of the week, bro. Yo, thank you for the question, right. Landon. Thank you for the question, Landon. Yo, thanks for uh, having me on, guys. I appreciate no it. No problem, man. Yep. Enjoy your night. All right, you too, brother. All right, well, we appreciate you guys calling in. Everybody who came you to the You guys have the best fans. Shout out to the Thanks, podcast bro. fans. Thank you. Appreciate the that. fans in here. Much love to you guys. Bro, we have to do clown of the week because we didn't have one last week. All right. <clears throat> Can you guys guess who Clown of the Week is? <clears throat> Can you guys guess, chat? Okay, here's, I, I'll here's like, a hint. Yeah, here's sure, a hint. me. Yeah, Clown, but it's not it's me. Not, I was going to say it's not Ant. That's the hint. <laughs> Shit. Shit. You, you picked Seattle. Yikes, dude. Also, quick plug, yeah. guys. At 750 subscribers, we're doing a giveaway. We're at 713. But uh, what are you giving away? A scuff. Scuff control. You're doing a scuff giveaway. I've been grinding the stream lately, bro. <laughs> Not even a while. Um, I don't think anyone. I don't. I honestly don't think anyone's gonna get it. I don't think anybody's. Which is surprising. It it's the stupidest thing I've ever read in my entire life. All right. Um. I'll read it and we'll dive into it. So the clown of the week 
is Adam Adamu. Um, and he is the co-founder strategy of Overactive Media and owners of to- Toronto Defiant Ultra and Mad Lions. He said, GG Optic Gaming, casters need to stop calling the victory before the session is done with a wink face at Maven at Joe DeLuca. This guy's never casted in his life. <laughs> He's telling him what to uh, do. Here's, here's the worst part, right? And shout out Courage, because Courage he went in his on life. Him. He went on and he's soulless after that. Um, number one, it's very hard to critique something that you've never done. Yep. Um, although it's fair to criticize, always. But number two, it wasn't even what Joe said. So it's like, th- th- this is the biggest issue I always have when people try and criticize. So often people put words in your mouth. In fact, 99.9% of the time, someone, someone will tweet you after a series and say, I can't believe you said that. And you're like, I didn't say that. Like they, they pick these imaginary words and they, they throw it in there. But the funniest part is the way Joe casted the end of that to set Clint up it was, perfect. was impeccable. Like that, that honestly, like the, the funny thing to me was that's probably one of like an example of Joe's best casting. I'm dropping an in incredibly hype moment. Like he calls it to perfection. It was like, it was beautiful. Like the way it all like went together, it was, it was like telling a proper story. Like, and that's a testament to Joe's improvement as talent. But I mean, if you're going to roast, at least get your story right. Right. You don't want to look like a I just don't know what his goal was there. Like, did he hear it and go, why did he call that? Like, that <laughs> no, wasn't I, the end I, of the I game. Think, ha ha. And, I mean, and then he went to tweet it like, like, I, I, I don't get it because that was a gr- he called that great. Like, and he and he said it. He said, Shawnee may have. This is exactly what he said. He goes, and with the three kills, Shawnee may have just won them the game. Mm-hmm. may have just won them the game. So that's why I'm giving him Clown of the Week, bro. For, from a caster's perspective, what tends to happen is um, it's our job to tell you a story, right? And Pac can attest to this, right? Me being a good friend of Pac, when at the start of the year, OGLA stink, and it's my job to tell you OGLA stink, right? That's what's happening on screen. They're losing. Pat doesn't get offended by that because he knows that that's the job I'm doing. And same goes to some players as well. Like some players obviously don't take it as well as others, but either way, the same is with management. <laughs> and I think that was an example of maybe someone who's just tired of hearing the same narrative of this team sucks. This team isn't good enough. And was just trying to, you know, get one over when in reality, yeah, trying to get one over. That's, that's definitely what it is coming from someone who's been on the management side too. That you're so focused on your own team, way more yeah. focused than you are on their team. Of course. Because that's mm-hmm. the only thing they care about. They hear they might hear someone say something that they just don't agree with, one thing, and then it like kind of like sticks with them. Yep. If, yeah. that, if that makes sense. So then they kind of hear something similar in another match where it wasn't even incorrect. It was just casting, and then he's like winky face. Like so, something probably happened with Toronto yeah. playing. That he heard. 100%. Either way, Clint like, probably say Toronto suck, and there was he's, he's clown of the week one hundred percent for that, bro. Yeah. So you just. He just reacted in a way that he shouldn't have. And... But hey, although credit to, credit to Jack, Jack came in with his cape, blew on in straight into the straight into the mentions, bro. He he killed the guy's soul. Jesus Christ! Yeah, he did. Savage. Savage. Yeah, I have a question for you two. I have a question yeah. for you two, right? And That's I good. don't think I've ever seen anyone ask on this podcast. So I'm gonna ask you this: from your playing days, okay, what is your biggest highlight? What what is the one play that you will always look back on for the rest of your life? And say, shit, that was that was special. It doesn't even have to be a massive play. It could just be a special play. Maybe you just did something right. 
But I'm just curious for, for both of your perspectives. You've played for such a long time. You're a, a huge part of our community, and I, I would just love to know. I know mine instantly. It's my 1v3 versus Epsilon. It changed my life. If I don't win Cast that 1v3... That. Cast that. Yeah, I if I don't win I'll, that 1v3, I'm, I'm probably not doing this right now. My life's way different. I'm probably retired years ago, and I have a normal job. That's no a joke. good one. That was a good one, because, first of all, that was not only, like, that was huge, because everyone was talking about it. One, as a player at the time, at the tournament, we're all like, Envy's about to lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, Dude. no, no, no bullshit. Yeah. They should have lost. Wait, I walked off that st- off the stage after that, and I was like, <laughs> like, there were people walking up, like, giving me hugs, like, dapping me up, like, other pros. Like, there was a ton, like, it was actually crazy. It was, it's one of those things where you can put yourself in the other team's shoes, especially since it's champs. Champs is, is the one tournament where you don't want to see, like, your friends get embarrassed. Like, you don't want to, you obviously want to win the tournament yourself, but you want to, like, for us, like, Nameless and them are my friends. I don't really know Swanee and the Epsilon guys or whoever's on that team, right? I don't know these guys. Flux. Yeah. I don't know those guys. So, it's not like I'm, I'm not rooting for them. So, it's like, just see that happen. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, what the? You don't want to see them get knocked out early like that. And yeah. see them, so, see them win that 1v3, you're just like, it was crazy to lead up to it. How the fuck, what the fuck? Me and Study went to this burger place in downtown LA by Staples uh, before that match. And we were sitting down and I looked, me and Jay looked at each other. I was like, bro, we're going to have to quit after this. Like, because we, we, like, we lost that. We were done. Like, we're going to have to quit after this. I was like, I'm going to have to get a job, bro. And Jay was like, I'm in debt. I'm like, bro, I'm going to use my credit card. I'm broke. And then we won it. And we were like, yeah, let's go. It's like nine grand. Yeah. <laughs> we were hella happy. Yeah, um, mm, like the an individual play that it doesn't have to be a play, just like, like maybe just a moment, like just uh, just one of the things that will always stick out to you from your playing days. Nah, like Docs, that sniper clip, I used to hit shit like that all the time. That's just like that's just, <laughs> so bullshit. I told the my team beforehand, I'm disgusting with the with the sniper. Just trust me. The karma heat wave clip, John. Uh, I mean that play is fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, a moment though would probably be I'd probably have to go back to the ghost thing with Ant. Like, uh, yeah. it wasn't even at champs; it was the qualifier leading up to champs. Yeah, when we actually beat your old team, we beat Curse LV, which was like you. No one predicted us to even win a map. They're supposed to be one of the best teams. Remember that? Yeah, one of the best teams. The like, best, yeah. yeah, exactly. They're they're up there with like the teams that are that are supposed to be able to win, and uh, we beat them game five. And that was I just crazy, like, by the way. Exactly. The whole everyone was talking about it. We were not supposed to win, according to them, and we were just talked about it every day. Like, I mean, that's how it is. As an underdog, you have to yeah, prove yourself. At least uh, back in the day, you had to prove yourself. Nowadays, you just kind of like. Dude, that was code. actually so. Lit. We were all yo that match. We were all standing there, bro. That used to be crazy. You saw like stand behind each other. <laughs> they were just literally standing behind us while we were playing, and we were like, "No fucking way! They're about to win this shit!" And they won, and they went crazy, dude. That was a that was a lit game, dude. Curse yeah. looked pissed. Like, at Ma- uh-huh. Oh, Chris <laughs> Wait, low-key, regionals might have been one of the most entertaining, craziest tournaments Dude, ever. Because only I'm eight so North American that. teams made it to champs. Regionals was harder than champs. It was, it was, it was stupid. That was the hardest tournament of all time, bro. Insane. Like, there was teams losing the complexity for top eight. Bro, to go Optic home. was one map away. Potoff almost took Optic out. They choked. Yeah. They choked. Hard. To Optic and then Optic got third at champ. That tournament was harder than champs. Yeah, that's Dude, true. Yeah, I remember we were talking about like if you make it out of here, you're making money at champs, bro. Yeah. Regionals, <laughs> <laughs> Regionals was the most lit tournament 
ever, bro. It was so lit. Dude, Watch. it used to be so hard back then. It's, it's funny because it used to be so easy to qualify for champs. Then it was like that year where it became just like impossible. Like everything <laughs> changed where it was just like, by the way, guys, all the best teams in the world. Now you're going to have to fight in a like prelim just to even get a chance to play at champs. Like it was nuts. We played man. optic to qualify. Just, just, to to, uh, just to go to actual champs and play right. like actual bums. <laughs> right? I can't even tell you who we played in the first like couple rounds of champs. That's why it was crazy that Envy should have been knocked out before bracket. Like yeah. where everyone else is skating by, we're like, what'd you do? You know, three of these bums, three like we're waiting for the actual tournament to start. And and we're up there watching them on main stage like these fools are about to lose. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I think we played uh was T1 Daughters for like 30 grand and I remember being on the stage like hey, let's go guys I literally smoked them in like 20 minutes and we were like what yo this was the easiest match on tournament like yo these guys are getting gassed up I was like these guys are cheeks <laughs> yo Damn. for 30 G's bro what's, what's crazy is you could have honestly gone on to win that whole thing if complexity didn't exist yeah yeah the maps were actually close. Rambo? I uh, like, nah, was game one and game two was crazy was close. Game three wasn't close. Stupid numbers game he's played to this day. He looked up and goes, Ray's like 0 oh, and 11 or something. This shit is chalked. And then he just looked back <laughs> <Yeah>. down. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not Rambo. I love Ray, but he was getting fucking. Yeah, he was getting twerked. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, I can never forget that because, like, I remember being backstage and we look across, like, yo, we can actually do this shit, bro. And then I pull up the scoreboard, I said, oh, so (laughs) (laughs) biggest upset. What do you mean? Do you mean of your own career or or like in general in COD? (laughs) Was that a question? (laughs) As in, like, what was your biggest upsetting moment in your playing career? There's a lot of ways to read that question. Well, cause, I mean, oh, the biggest think. upset throughout the years. Um, hmm, real the biggest real EG upset. winning EG, World War Two EG, champs. EG beating oh, yeah. all big three zero to win champs is a massive upset. That is um, massive. That is massive. But EG was a good like with that roster. They were actually like a really solid team though. Just yeah. the win show was just ridiculous. Um, um, C nine over optics big. That's huge. That's huge. Oh, I forgot about that. Of course. Oh, that was uh, like Aches and Sensors team winning Columbus first nah, event was well, Slasher. Was oh, actually, no, no, no well, it was because Slasher was brand uh, new. Yeah, he just got second in the tournament before that, though. To be fair, no, but wait, wait, no, no that from a player perspective at the time, if you were to ask any team, Phase wasn't even like a not really even considered one of the top couple teams. They weren't supposed in. to beat them. Not even close, bro. No, yeah. Optic was clear favorite and got beat. Oh, uh, yeah, denial winning champs was huge. Uh, they were second place. They were the Dude, second best. Team they were, yeah, they were, they were on the up and up. They they were having a big ups uptrend before the champs though. So Ooh, I, I like that. When they lost to ego, oh my fucking god! Uh, yeah, that was yeah. A <laughs> that one was upsetting. Right. That was the that was back up too, right? CTF standoff. Yeah. Is that one thing enough? Yeah. With, yeah. Um, nifty. Is it nifty? Yeah. Nifty. World Star. Oh, Nifty. What a career Nifty had, by the way. He's on CS on now, CS. bro. Yeah. But all right, yo. I think we got to wrap it up. It's getting late, bro. Ben. You're, you're, you're old. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming out, Ryan. <laughs> this was one of my favorite episodes I think we've ever done. This shit was fun as hell. I love that. 
Always happy to, always happy to come on a Call of Duty. Did you guys enjoy it, chat? Did you guys enjoy Ben as a guest, bro? I just feel like being able to talk about like cut history is just so nice. It is. Because there's a lot of like even like your your crazy story at the very start of the podcast where you're talking about like the consoles, right? And wanting to switch them out. There's so much that goes on that, that fans never get to see, especially like back in the day. I know we sound like old ass men, but like in reality, like the three of us have been around forever. I mean, you two longer than I have, and I've been around for ever as well. So yeah. there's so much that we know and I guess we never really got to tell the story. It sounds weird to say, right? But no one knows. Like people come in and become fans now, and it's like this franchise league is great, shiny. People yeah. don't know about the hotel ballrooms, yep. about just the old school oh, stuff. Oh shit! What just happened? There's a there's a ton of stories just like that. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think I just lost your guys' video. All right, we're good now. It went away for a second, but it's good now. <laughs> I'm just I'm just frozen. Fuck. We're at the end, anyways. There's every yeah, time frozen. <laughs> no, I'm gonna fix it. I'm going to fix it. If there's a time for shit to break, it'd be right yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I agree. This is, a, this is a great episode. Thank you for Ben for coming on. I think the podcast fans will love there it. You. I think they'll love you. This is a, this is a great one. And you yeah, want, you it, was want just, to it was a lot of fun. Talking about COD history is always fun. I could always do it. And having Ben on here was like the perfect person to have for COD history because he loves that shit just as much as we do. <laughs> yeah. But yo, Woo! chat, thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for showing us love. For those of you listening in the audio form, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or iTunes. The people on the YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. It goes a very long way, man. Leave a comment if you got anything that you think that we should improve upon. But either way, much love and appreciation. Yeah, hit the bell. Turn notifications on. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.